It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. Well, there was a rocket or whatever, but it could be fast. You know, also the direction. It was too fast to get out I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's up? This show is live. We do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what is it we do? Well, let me sum up because there's too much to explain. We talk about all the things you're not allowed to talk about or think about. The Thought Police, R.O.L., Hot and heavy on the heels of troubled minds. And those things are, of course, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. 
And as we do this, well, we do this to include you. And we're taking your phone calls tonight, as always. And you can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And, of course, you could uh, join us on Discord as well at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. And we have another Discord server running at uh, fringe.fm slash chat. Run, uh, Please join them both, and you can uh, you can be part of the show. It's as easy as that. Uh, I'm watching the chat in all the places, all the places we're streaming, which, of course, is going to be Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And, of course, we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And, well, this show is about all those things, and it's about some themes. There seems to be some recurring themes, because I like to watch news cycles, as many of you know, and comment on them. Sort of uh, the, the way these discussions begin is these uh, ideas uh, that seem to be pushed into these news cycles. And a lot of it, of course, uh, is is sort of, um, let's say, maybe built in mythology, all right, built in some some uh, some some pop fiction stuff. So, you know, some great fiction uh, novels and, and TV series and movies and things like this. But a lot of this is actually sort of built into the zeitgeist, it seems like. It seems like there's these recurring themes that just you can not shake. And uh, one, of course, which, uh, which we always joke because we <laughs> uh, do a news show on on Mondays and Fridays at uh, 3 p.m. Pacific on Twitch. And uh, this is kind of just quick hit news stories type things. But the weird part is uh, I've been noticing that over the, the last couple, three years, uh, these news cycles, again, watching them very closely because I do this show, I'm looking at the news every single day just to, uh, to peel something out and get like a good conversation. Uh, but one of the funny things, one of the funny recurring themes that ca- keeps hitting the news cycle, and this is not what we're talking about tonight, I just think it's pretty funny, is the... Uh, uh, the 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 large asteroids the the, the whatever it is right uh, like we were joking uh, with Night Stalker there in the the news show is you know it's it's the sh- it's the size of the Statue of Liberty this this close approach rock that's going to hit the Earth but not really hit the Earth we just want you to click the article so we get the ad revenue but uh, then there's uh, right then there's the si- it's the size of Big Ben it's the size of a Volkswagen it's the size of a this it's the size of a that and th- these asteroids these meteorites whatever the heck they are they are uh, well they're they're always just missing us, right? They're always just missing us. And I find it hilarious and uh, a little bit sad that in these news cycles, it seems to be ramping up this idea of Armageddon, right? Of this, uh, the end of times. And, uh, <sighs> I don't know. Like, uh, you guys know me. I am not a uh, doom preacher. I'm not into that. I, I don't think that um, there's anything healthy that comes out of discussing the end of the world so much. Put everybody. It will put everybody in sort of a dour mood. And right, uh, you know, like have us look into the heavens in a different manner. And I like to look at the heavens in wonder, not in terror. If you know what I'm saying. And uh, you know, the war on terror. If you know what I'm saying. But but not nothing like that, right? I do find it hilarious that some of these themes and these news cycles seem to be recurring and uh in 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 this case just just for 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 uh for uh craps and giggles we'll say uh is that uh the, the meteors there's always a meteor coming by right or some asteroid or some other thing that's not really doomsday it's just kind of clickbait doomsday and I think that's the bizarre part about all this is that uh, uh, we don't really take into account, I think, as a media, as a society, as things, as just people discussing the things that are out there. Uh, we don't take into account, in my opinion, of course, I'm just one person. What can I say? Uh, but uh, in my opinion, we don't take into account uh, some of the things that we uh, trade for these uh, nefarious clickbait titles. Right. And once again, I, I don't even think the press cares, to be perfectly 
perfectly honest, the, the media as it is and the government and all, all this, the media government complex, all the rest of this weird stuff. But I don't think they even care what kind of damage, um, you know, constant eschatology in the news cycles does to the human psyche. I think that, um, you know, with, uh, I've been reading stuff like uh, recently, currently in the last several weeks that, um, you know, mental health is just taken a beating because of the last couple years. And, you know, that's the elephant in the room. And that's really what uh, we kind of don't talk about too much on this show uh, for a number of reasons, in particular, uh, because you can't. And, um, you know, if you think that censorship is not a thing, well, try and say some things about uh, Pfizer or say some things about uh, Johnson and Johnson. Right. Say, say, th- say some things about those guys and see what happens to you and see see exactly uh, who uh, what do they say? Uh, you know who who actually controls you by who you cannot criticize. And uh, well, that's the world we live in. And so I think it's I think it is dangerous. I think it's a dangerous thing to to really be considering not just these news cycles and maybe the damage it's doing on people. Because again, like the last couple of years, uh, again, back to that thought I had uh, kind of watching these news cycles closely, is that uh, people are just taking a beating with their mental health because of all, all the stress, all the fear, right? It's like fear, 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 fear in the news cycles, fear, fear, fear in the news cycle. And it's like, come on, really? Like, like at some point, can't we just say, well, you know, uh, there's always a risk of dying, right? Always. There's always been a risk of dying, right? Even um, going down to simple things, right? Uh, just staying in your neighborhood. What do they say? You know, the most car accidents happen closest to your house. Well, you know why? Because where are you most of the time? Closest to your damn house, right? Uh, but it doesn't mean we have to like, uh, you know, fear monger going down to the grocery store. Um, but anyway, so I digress a little bit there. But point being is that uh, I don't think these news cycles uh, take into account that uh, it's it's putting a beating down on us. It's making us, you know, um, more afraid than ever. And of course, right, as we all know, part of the whole news cycle and control is fear. Because once once you get people afraid, they're willing to do what you want them to do or what you suggest, right? Uh, and that's, well, that, that's how we begin tonight, only only in a sense to kind of get started and uh, kick off the rest of this conversation. Because the news cycles with the eschaton, the end of the world type stuff, you know, this doom and gloom uh, journalism, I guess you could call it, is... Um, it's it's grotesque it's it's just not okay to me and uh if if you can get one thing from this show ever from this show uh be not afraid please be not afraid there's again you know being human is a risk period period just just be not afraid i'm not saying don't be careful i'm not saying don't take care of yourself i'm not saying any of those things but i am saying just be not afraid please. Uh, uh, it's a, it, it gets to me. It gets to me. But anyway, okay. So as we start and we, and we continue talking about that and thinking about these news cycles and this end of the world doom and gloom, right? That's one of the themes. One of the themes is uh, be afraid. Be afraid. Do the things you're told because if you don't, well, there's all this scary stuff happening to you. And one of those old rules of media goes a little something like this. Uh, the thing that uh, is, is it's, it's scarier, right? Right? The thing you describe as about to happen is scarier than the thing happening itself. All right. That's an old uh, what's that? Saul Alinsky from Rules for Radicals, I believe. I mean, it's 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 an idea. It's a control narrative. It's a way to keep us 
in that constant state of unease. And if we're in that state of unease, we're easily controllable. And so, you know, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here, sort of off the rail a little bit to start, and then I'll bring it back because, well, that's what I do. And uh, I think the thing is that with news cycles and with considering all of this doom and gloom, just kind of uh, like the cloud, the cloud in the sky, right? The rain cloud in the sky constantly. It, uh, it makes us think a lot about death, right? It makes us think a lot more about dangerous things, okay? And, well, to me, I don't know. It's frustrating. Let's just say it's frustrating. I- I'm not saying that humans shouldn't think about death. I think we should. I think that, uh, you know, there's a whole lot to it, you know, uh, having your will in order and all the rest of that stuff and, you know, you know just considering like tomorrow is not guaranteed. All right. But that doesn't mean you can't live today expecting a tomorrow. Right. Or enjoying the fact that uh, today was great and maybe tomorrow will be better. And that's what I'm talking about. All right. So anyway, just again, like I said, excuse my uh, kind of the long way around here. It's just a frustration I, that I have with um the way the media is today, it's just, it's horrifying. And so, so not only that, one of the, the major themes of this show is exactly that, what I'm describing. But then on top of that, it is that feeling, right? That feeling that we're going to die, all right? Death. Death is in the air. Death is always on your mind. Death, 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 all right? And it, it's prevalent in the news cycles in, well, a number of ways. Uh, specifically, uh, we, we've talked recently about a an actual um, underground lab uh, put forth by Jeff Bezos of Amazon, right? Of Amazon fame. Everybody knows him. He looks like the Bond villain. All he needs is the cat and the trench coat and the, the monocle, right? And he's good to go. He's like, he's the the epitome of the Bond villain. But but the problem is that, uh, you know, he's he's obsessed, like many of these other folks, with immortality, right? With this death, 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 always on the mind, right? This fear, which, oddly enough, the fear narrative comes from, you know, places like the Washington Post that is owned by Jeff Bezos. I mean, so it's wild, right? Like, it's it's like, okay, uh, I mean, does he really live his life like that in, in, in constant a constant state of fear of dying? I don't know, maybe, uh, but I, I doubt it. I mean, let's be real. I doubt it. I doubt it. But it, it sure seems like, uh, you know, the powers that be, including him, maybe want us to be in that kind of locked in that scared state. And uh, I reject it entirely. But it does bring an interesting recurring theme into these news cycles. All right. And uh, one of them, of course, is immortality, is, of course, the fountain of youth, is, of course, are we ever going to achieve that goal, right? The goal of living forever. The goal of uh, becoming, I guess you could say non-human anymore, because at some point, right, if you do achieve that, that's what it becomes. You become not human anymore. Because remember, again, right, uh, sorry for the blasphemy here, but if you're human, Part of that is living, if you're lucky. The other part of that is dying, which we all do. All right? It's always there. It's constant. Far as I know, nobody's ever been able to dodge it before, right? What do they say? Death and taxes. Death and taxes. Don't get me started on taxes. But okay. Uh, there we go. My uh, webcam just... <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, so, so point being is that... Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what this is other than we have a whole bunch of this and uh, uh, death, 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 death. All right. So, all right. So let's do it. Let's 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 just get to this. Uh, so it got me thinking, right, in terms of now we talked about this, this uh, narrative just kind of recently, like maybe several weeks ago, because it keeps coming back into the news cycle. And I think these discussions are worthwhile because, well, why do you think these things just keep popping into the news cycle, right? It's like it's like the um, uh, you know the the um, the forbidden apple in the Garden of Eden, right? It's like you're not supposed to have this. You can't have this. It's one of those things where if you do, you are like I said, no longer human anymore. If you become some sort of immortal, in many ways, right? And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about this immortality thought, uh, the the uh, the fountain of youth. We'll talk about. We'll talk about, of course. Bezos and uh, his his immortality lab, but in a different way. We already covered this before, but uh, maybe in the Dorian Gray sort of way. Everybody remember Dorian Gray? Yeah, we'll get to him tonight. And well, of course, like Matt in California out there says, I don't know if he's here tonight. I didn't see him in the chat, but I am not looking too hard. I'm focusing on, on telling a good narrative here for the moment. I'll, I'll catch up with chat in a bit. But um, the thing is this, right? Matt in California says, the devil makes short deals. And I'm sure that came from somewhere. But uh, he says it often from time to time in the chat there. And is that the cost? Like it got me thinking about not just the fountain of youth, the garden of Eden, the forbidden apple, these things, right? In terms of humans being, well, frail. Humans being, uh, uh, well, susceptible to dying. And not only that, it's a certainty. But are we literally coming into an era where that certainty is no longer? And that is one of those recurring themes in those news cycles, which is just bizarre to me that it, it seems to be uh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, phone, phone line just uh, took a dump. So good. So good. Timing is so great on all this stuff, right? Uh, live shows, you got to love them. Okay. But, but anyway, uh, so, so point is this, right? In these news cycles, we continue to have things like this. Let's go here real quick, and we'll start with this, and then we'll, we'll get to the Fountain of Youth and Dorian Gray and all the rest of this. But look at this. This is from Futurism.com, right? And I saw this. This is today, literally today. And uh, the headline is, scientists say, stealing the blood of the young may make you more youthful. Yeah, right? That sounds totally legit, right? <laughs> that sounds totally fine. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, right? As long as the ends justify the means, right? It, oh, come on. Like, okay, you know, like I said, it seems to be that there's this odd thing, right? This not only, you know, fascination with death, all right? But again, not just the fascination with death, but the fact that now we're supposed to consider things like this. Stealing the blood of the young may make you more youthful. I mean, do you think they could have written that a little nicer? I mean, I guess it's honest, but really? <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. And we've talked about this. We've talked about this, uh, you know, uh, Elizabeth Bathory uh, bathing in the blood of, uh, you know, the, the, the youths around the, uh, you know, the first mass murderer or whatever, and, you know, to, to try and stay young. And there's some scientific basis in this, right? Some scientific basis. And the thing is, instead, instead, right, 
instead of like uh, we talk about transhumanism all the time we talk about immortality through other means maybe uh, through cloning you know uh, versions of ourselves and then stealing their organs uh, I don't know right some but but in, in in most of these cases a lot of this stuff is just really sick it's just really sick and and so it and so that brings me to tonight and what we're talking about we'll get to Dorian Gray if you don't know who Dorian Gray is but it it makes me a little bit ill that, okay, so death, 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 death from the media, right? Fear, 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 fear from the media. Death and dying, death and dying, the end of the world, the end of times, the climate change, all the things, right? We're, we're dying, we're dying, we're dying, we're dying. Well, you know what? No kidding. Duh, right? That's every single day we're dying. Right. I mean, you know, some sometimes you're on one end of it. Sometimes you're on the other end of it. If you're lucky, you've got a long time before you get there. All right. But every single day people are dying and every single day, the people that aren't dead are getting one day closer to dying. All right. But come on. We know this. This is not something that we need to be reminded of every second of every day. How about reminding us to live? How about reminding us? that there are people out there that need us, right? How about reminding us that this type of thing, scientists say stealing the blood of the young may make you more youthful. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, right? And sure, fine, it's just a, it's just, you know, it, it's a clickbait thing. I get it. I get it. But beyond that, again, like I said, I think that the powers that be don't understand what, the 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 implication is of all of this negativity on our psyche constantly constantly and it frustrates me it frustrates me but anyway so what we're going to talk about tonight is this this idea all right so scientists say stealing the blood of the young may make you more youthful which of course we can get into vampires you know this this the way this goes is that uh it's sort of non-linear it's sort of open-ended it's sort of wherever you want to take this all right and so i'll read the phone number again and you guys can uh, maybe formulate your thoughts and i'd love to hear from you if you want to be part of the show tonight 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and and what do you think about this? Let's read just a little bit of this, and then we'll, uh, we'll get us set up for the, the next segment here. The team of researchers who definitely aren't vampires have discovered new evidence that the blood of the young could be the secret to actually staying young. All right. In a new study published in the prestigious journal Nature Aging, the team found that particles in mouse blood called extracellular vesicles or EV are instructions for a longevity protein called clotho to muscle cells, according to a press release from the University of Pittsburgh. As the mice age, the EVs seemingly become weaker and send fewer instructions for the protein as a result. However, when the team gave older mice the blood of younger mice, their cells and tissue began to take on more youthful features, like enhanced muscle regeneration. When the EVs were removed from the blood, the effect faded. In other words, it sounds a bit like the vampires of folklore with the blood of the youth sustaining the aged. All right. You see what I'm saying here now? Sure. Fine. Stealing the blood of the youth. All right. Well, and so my point tonight is this, if immortality is achievable, is this the type of cost we have to accept? Is this exactly where this is headed? 
like like I said, it, it always seems like when we talk about these living forever scenarios, right? We talk about um, you know these secret laboratories that are underground and all these who knows um, you know crazy places, right? Like what are they doing, right? We're, it's always on the top of our mind when we discuss this stuff. What kind of really sinister stuff is going on underground? All right, and not only that, if this is what we're talking about tonight. Stealing the blood of the young to retain our own youth. Is that or is that not like making a deal with the devil himself? That's what's on my mind tonight. If you want to talk about death and decay and you want to talk about new cycles and fear, well, let's take a look at why they continue to press this narrative and why this immortality theme keeps rising to the top of the news cycles. So, there you go. I think that probably tells you what's on my mind tonight. And if you want to be part of the show, you know how this goes. We, uh, we do this as more of a conversation. We do this as more of a get-together of friends discussing all the things. And those things tonight are, as we begin, we can talk about news cycles. We can talk about maybe stealing blood from the youth to retain our own youthful vigor. Well, and then how about what the consequences are. We're going to get to Dorian Gray tonight. We're going to get to all the rest of this. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More immortality and the cost of. And you. Coming up. Be right back. More Troubled Minds on the way. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. As my webcam, my webcam is on, is on the fritz. <laughs> you guys get a light bright in the background. We may have to do this without the camera tonight, but that's okay. What's going on? 
Uh, all right, we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we're talking about immortality. Less about that and more about the price. What is the price of immortality? And why is this fear so prevalent in the news cycles? We're all aware we're going to die at some point. So explain to me why exactly we need a reminder over and over and over again from the press. Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about tonight. Love to hear your thoughts on this and what's actually going on here. And if you want to be part of the show, you can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we will, uh, well, here we go. We'll just start here. We'll, we'll get back to here. And uh, or click the Discord link at troubleminds.org and uh, come come uh, hang out with a bunch of amazing folks. Also, fringe.fm slash chat. I'm watching all the chat, so uh, I'm trying to keep up with all you guys. And I'm going to say this on the air uh, uh, for Robert. Robert, thank you very much for the tip on Rockfin yesterday. I did say it uh, during the commercial, but I want uh, everybody to hear because that's very nice of you. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do, right? We'll start here. We'll go back to this. Scientists say, Stealing the blood of the youth may make you more youthful. Oh, all right. (laughs) And maybe the vampires were right all along. So as you're aware, the way this goes is we we get together and we take this conversation wherever we want to take this conversation. And what that means is that uh, we will... uh, Uh, If you want to talk about vampires, I think this is a very obvious vampire attack that we could take. If you want to talk about uh, Dorian Gray, we'll get there for sure. And what about the cost of immortality? And things like this, right? Basically, things like this are just super sinister. And uh, that's, that's my opinion. And it's because, well you think about it and there's never like you know the Ponce de Leon fountain of youth right there's never that fountain of youth okay if you're talking science it always seems to be you know sort of like the Frankenstein sort of science right sort of the you know you have to do something really horrific to gain uh, you know any sort of advantage in life and this is what I mean this is what we're talking about this this whole Jeff Bezos thing the, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a sec but I don't know like like just like this idea right here and the headline, right? Stealing, right? Not, not, you know, like getting volunteer blood from people. You know what I mean? Like a blood drive. Stealing, right? I mean, choose your words wisely. I mean, okay. Stealing the blood of the young may make you more youthful. So, so the question I have tonight is this, as we consider this and think about this and talk about this, is there is no fountain of youth. I think that part is obvious. But you see, uh, again, through, uh, again, the transhumanistic future we always talk about through things like this, where there's just this bizarre, um, what is going on with the phone lines? Uh, let's see, is this fine? Is this fine? Yeah, this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> in the world? Oh, goodness. All right. Anyway, uh, we did have a phone call coming through, but uh, something looks broken. Uh, anyway, anyway, so so we got the the webcams broken. We got the uh, the phone lines are everything's broken. Everything's breaking tonight, and I th- I think I think it's because uh, you can't you can't just say don't be afraid. 
<laughs> that, that, that seems to be the thing you can't say anymore, right? You can't say don't be afraid. But I don't know. I think I, th- I think we're supposed to not be so afraid. It, it just seems to me that uh, what's the point of uh, living your life in fear when there's so many other things to really uh, you know care about, to do, to be? It just it just doesn't make sense. Okay, there it is. There, there, what's up, short quick? Uh, I'm here to break what is left. All right. Well, everything's breaking, so uh, we're just gonna have to roll with it like this. But okay. So anyway. This is where we start in tonight. And the question is, well, sure, fine. Immortality. Sure, fine. Okay. It, it may be a fool's errand. All right. All the rest of that. Sure, fine. But, all right, if you do the rest of this and kind of take it down this rabbit hole that we're always talking about, and again, like I said, transhumanism, uh, you know, cloning, uh, all the rest of these things, stealing the blood of the young. I mean, there seems to be a theme, right? And the theme isn't like the theme should be, you know, oh, well, you know, living longer can be a good thing, you know? Maybe it's not true immortality, but let's say Moses-like immortality. Let's say 500 or 1,000 years. Wouldn't that be hot? But it's not, it's never like the, that, that fountain of youth, like the Ponce de Leon fountain of youth. It's always something else. It's always like this, sinister. It's always like this, where we're literally in a headline saying, stealing the blood of the young. Come on now. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. So try, trying to work through the technical issues here. Uh, so hang tight. We'll see if we can get everything working and back up in just a moment, please. So uh, appreciate you uh, hanging on, everybody. And uh, <laughs> But anyway, okay. So, so that's what's on my mind tonight. So we'll get to Dorian Gray in a moment. And Dorian Gray, by the way, made a deal with the devil. He actually sold his soul for immortality. And of course, it's fiction. But I think, oddly enough... Back in 1891, this book was written, The Picture of Dorian Gray. Uh, he, he uh, yeah, right? It, it, it seems like, even though this was 1891, it seems like these themes persist. It seems like these themes are exactly what's going on today, which seems wild. It seems wild, right? Like, okay, uh, there is no Ponce de Leon Fountain of Youth. There, it doesn't exist. There is no, uh, you know, Holy Grail Indiana Jones style where you, you know, just put the water in there and drink in it and you're good to go, right? Even in that, right? They, they Once you cross the seal, uh, the immortality only lasted in a particular area, right? That was it. So, I don't know. There's a, there's a whole lot to this in that, you know, sure, fine. Sure, fine, right? Everybody wants to live forever. Or do they? Right. There's there's some good questions there, but I don't know. And why is it always so damn sinister? How come how, how come it can't be? You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm uh, just 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 striving for a a time when uh, the <laughs> uh, maybe for a simpler time. I think maybe that's what's going on here. So so I don't know. I don't know exactly what's what's happening with the, uh, the the webcam and stuff. But anyway, taking your phone calls as we talk about this and get going tonight. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Let's go to Joseph in uh, Iowa. Joseph, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? All right. All right. So I think... Uh they would take it pretty far at like far as to like completely split the human, uh, human from, uh, like you would make subcategories of humans just to achieve their goals. They would have, uh, people who were like, uh, non-conscious. They would have, 
people who lived forever, then there would be people who were more connected and, uh, they would, uh, they would be, uh, probably, uh, if, if we live long, they would be the most, like, they would be like the octopus and then you'd have the devil, like the people like that were led to the devil's path. They would be probably something, I don't know. So we're talking about uh, a, a dual tier society like or, or, or triple tier still. or, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like, I like where you're going with this. And, and I think this is part of the issue, right? Is that it's never seems like this is something that will be achievable yeah, by sure. many people, there? right? I'm here. You can't hear me. Can you not hear me? Hello? Hello? Oh boy. Everything's broken. Everything's breaking. Can you hear me? Test one, two. All right. Well, if you can't hear me, then uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, somebody want to help me uh, test the Discord? <laughs> Sorry about that, Joseph. If you can't hear me, then uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, as far as I'm aware, we heard everything you said. I heard everything you said. I like the idea. I like the idea that uh, exactly what I'm talking about is we have this bizarre uh, sort of situation where it's it's always, uh, well, death, 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 death. But then like these these ideas, right? These ideas by the elites are not really, again, like a... Uh, a, a, a let's see an infinite source right an infinite resource to become to become uh, the actually uh, immortal person right because we're not talking about uh, me and you right we're talking about Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk becoming immortal right and this is this is the thing that dis, dis, disturbs me the most about all this because it is that fear 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 and then you get things like this right where you get this oh by the way you know like you too can live forever all you have to do is steal the blood of the youth. So, okay, well, that sounds fantastic. Where do I get started? Which line do I stand in, right? And I, c- clearly I jest because that's just gross and not right in a thousand different ways and probably more than that. But uh, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on with this. It, um, it definitely seems to be, again, like back in the news cycle, back in the news cycle, back in the news cycle. Again, the, the news cycle drenched with fear, 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 fear constantly. And then we have this type of stuff. This is from The Sun the U.S. sun, and, uh, yep, Fountain of Youth, inside super riches quest to live forever with injected blood from teenagers, lab-grown organs, and robot bodies. Now, tell me which one of those things doesn't sound evil, doesn't, doesn't sound literally like, oh, well, we're just going to do, you know, take some, take some tools and, you know, make, uh, make, uh, what was the, what was the, uh, fantastic uh, thing here that Night Stalker said a little bit way up human blood bags and free range cattle people. All right. Well said, sir. Is, is that what we're doing here? Is, is that the cost of immortality, right? It's reaping the souls of other people of mere mortals. Is that what this is about? And this is what got my mind racing tonight. When I was thinking about this, trying to figure out what to talk about, I know we just kind of talked about this recently, a few weeks back, but I think this is different because sure, fine, immortality, right? whatevs, right? Like we're not talking about it for me and for you anyway, are we? We're doing this with, uh, with uh, the idea that there has to be a cost to this. And what is that cost? And if we're talking about actually the things they're saying, Injected blood from exactly like teenagers, quote, teenagers, uh, lab-grown organs, and robot bodies. Which, which one of those things doesn't sound sinister as hell? 
Which one of those does not sound like making a deal with the devil? You know what I'm saying? So, so at what cost? Like we've talked about in the past about immortality as itself, all right, as its own thing. And would you even want to be immortal, right? Like part of this human condition is suffering, right? And, and I, don't, I don't mean it like misery. I mean it like challenging. I mean it like getting or not getting the things you need or you've worked for right? It, it is part of being human. And so if you could cut all that stuff out and be part of the elites or all the rest of this and well, make a deal with the devil, would you? And so it got me thinking about, well, there's a story about that and it's called the picture of Dorian Gray. And if you don't know what that is, well, we'll get to that in just a sec, but uh, there's definitely a consequence to this. And I think that you have to consider, well, where this comes from. And again, it's, it's this fear. It's fear, 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 fear. But even then, they can't even get immortality right. Like, let's talk about the fountain of youth, you know? Let's talk about something whimsical. Let's talk about, you know, immortality in a way that's not dark. I mean, goodness gracious, you can't even get immortality right, the press. Get out of here. But anyway, that's, that's my why I'm mad. Not mad. Let's say agitated. I think agitated is a good word. So anyway, sorry about that, Joseph. Thank you for the call. I have no idea why you couldn't hear me. Everything, all the buttons are appropriately pressed. I'll double, triple check in here. Uh, make sure we're still on fringe. Make sure everything's, yeah, everything looks fine. Every, everything looks fine. I have no idea why you couldn't hear me. Um, let's see. Let's see. Mute, unmute that, this, that, the other. Yeah, I think we're okay. Unless uh, Google Voice is broken because that's what I use here for the phones. But okay. So anyway, so that's the question tonight. All right. So how come when we talk about immortality, it has to be dark. It has to be literally like not directly, but let's say indirectly making that proverbial deal with the devil. And again, here we go, right from this article. Inside the super rich's quest to live forever with injected blood from teenagers, lab-grown organs, and robot bodies. Does any of that just sound fine to you? I mean, that's fine. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. There's no problem here, right? No, I got a problem with this. I got a problem with this, right? As an individual, I have a problem with this. Because guess what? Yeah, maybe I'm not as young as I used to be. But there was a point in my life where I was, like all the rest of us, right? And some of you are still young. And the, 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 the point I'm making here is, well, do they want volunteers or do they want Epstein style? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. And I'm not, not going to go further into that because it's obvious the implication uh, for a number of reasons. One, you can't talk about that, right? You can't. It's one of those things that'll get you taken down. As a matter of fact, there's a Twitter account that was tracking the Epstein trial, all right, uh, with daily updates and the things that they're hearing from the press, and it had, it had amassed 500,000 followers, 500,000 in a span of like 10 days or something like this, a couple weeks. Well, guess what? They just took it down from Twitter for misinformation, right, for spam, they said. Okay, got it. And you still think we live in a world where you, there, we can't talk about <laughs> certain things? Of course we can't. That's silly to even consider that it's not a thing. But anyway, point being is, uh, why is it always so damn sinister? What is with this and the deal with the devil? Let's check the Discord. Let's go to James. Uh, thank you for hopping in there to, uh, to help me out. Let's go to a James in, uh, James in uh, Michigan. What's up? Salcedo Paranormal? What's up, my friend? Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? 
I'm good, but you know, I don't know why you're so freaked out about all this. I mean, it'll be fine. <laughs> Suck it up, Mike. Come on. Quit being a baby. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> fair. Well, fine, <laughs> no, James. Fine, um... fine, fine, fine. But okay. Uh, what are your thoughts, though? I mean, is, is there a cost? There's got to be some cost, right? You don't just become immortal like, you know, sipping some maybe juice. It doesn't work that way, does it? Energy can't be created or destroyed. If you're going to be taking it, you're going to be taking it from somewhere. And it seems like people have the idea of just taking it from other people. And directly. So, yeah, that's that's nasty. It, it, it is, right? And then even, so, so again, let's just go through the list here. Just a short list. Uh, so, uh, injected blood from teenagers. Quote, teenagers. <laughs> like, like Derek said in the chat. Quote, teenagers. Uh, do, do, you think, do you think that's evil? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how that wouldn't be. I don't see how any of that wouldn't be. Right. Exactly. All right. Exactly. How about the next one? Lab-grown organs. Well, we're... <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I don't right? even know. Like, how frustrating how, yeah. is this? Right. Uh, Lab grown organs. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess if they're not attached well, to a person, right? <laughs> where? Yeah. I mean, where are they? I don't even know. Where are they getting the, the DNA from? How do we know what, how that's working? I mean, yeah. No, it's, it's not, not. None of it is good. No, none of it's good, right? And how about this? Robot bodies. And you know what's funny is that's I would like I'd rather hear that than anything else. Um, but I doubt that they'll just leave it at that. No, no. Well, but then again, we're we're talking about at some point you're transferring consciousness from the broken husk that is the dying body, the dying human body, to uh, <laughs> to uh, uh, to these robots, to these you know trash cans with uh, with wheels or whatever the R two D two trash can scenario. I don't know, man. It seems like again, and so my whole point tonight is this, right? It doesn't seem like this, you know, quote, immortality is even achievable, achievable at all without making that deal with the devil. Am I right here? It seems like it seems like I can't think of a good way. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't either. I mean, it's one thing and I see in the chat a little bit of talk about if people donate the blood willingly. But OK, that's that's blood. And you can only give so much of that anyway. I mean, what? I, I doubt they're just going to be satisfied with just that. Yeah, well, it, but again, and here's the problem, right? And you guys are correct, okay? But think about it this way. The, quote, teenagers, all right, are also minors, all right? So who, who actually holds dominion legally over the minor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, so there becomes a problem here. And then not only that, of course, there's going to be a shortage, because there's always a shortage, isn't there? Imagine if this was actually yeah. the elixir of life, the blood, the vampire, the vampiric tradition. What if this was actually what does this? What can make, I don't know, triple our lifespan or something, right? Until, until the next thing happens, right? Until the next thing happens. Till the next, kick the can down the road. But, but if that's the case, right, and you're still getting this from youngsters, minor people, people that cannot consent legally, right? Legally. They would have to volunteer and get their parents' consent. So you see, there's a problem here. There's a problem here. Anyway, am I, am I freaking out a little too much, or do you think that uh, it's time to chill out, Mike? You tell me, James. I'll, I'll, I'll let whatever you say goes. 
Uh, I think it's important to know what everyone is planning, and it does seem like, you know, I mean, well, like you said, the, what was it, Bezos has his own lab now? Yeah. How many others have their own labs? Yeah. That haven't been reported. Clearly, with uh, unlimited funding and probably shady business practices. Uh, so, so, do you think, and here we go, how about, you heard the term hostile work environment? Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> what if, what if in the lab they're doing these things? They're talking, they're, they're, you know, talking about injecting blood from, you know, quote, teenagers. They're uh, uh, lab growing organs, right? Well, I think that's a hostile work environment. <laughs> yeah, just uh, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Just, just anyway. All right. So, so why can't we have a whimsical? Can, can we just go back to fantasy? Let's go back to the comics, James. Let's just, is, is, is there anything you can think of that uh, maybe a spell or something that, uh, you know, maybe didn't come from the devil? Uh, did Doctor Strange cast a spell that made, made him able to live forever or anything? What, what happened? Help, help me here. Help me with some kind of happy immortality story. Do you know any? I think, not really. The only way I can think of it, it's, what's funny about this is the way in the comics, you never know, or you hardly ever hear, like, what year it is. Like, the characters that were created in the 60s basically look the same now as they did back then. Or various things happen to them with related time and all that where, you know, they may have gotten older, but now they're back to where the way they were, you know, so many years ago. So, yeah, I I don't know. Um, I I think spells are just another way of transferring energy. So where where are you getting the energy from? Exactly. Um, exactly. Even if it's just somewhere in the planet, you're still taking energy from the planet. Um. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I got a lot of things on my mind tonight. So if, for instance, you inject yourself with the blood of quote teenagers to live forever. Or let's just say extend your life. Is that not blood magic? Yeah, I mean that sounds like it. I'm not. I'm no expert in any of this <laughs> and any any magic or that like that. But yeah, it could be. Neither am I. But yeah, I don't know. Like like got my mind racing in like a dozen different ways. And so anyway, as we go tonight, you guys know the drill. We're going to keep on talking about this. Uh, how, wherever you want to take it, we can talk about vampires. We can talk about all the rest of this. Uh, anything else for us, James? We got about a minute left before we got to go. No, I just uh, you, you wanted to see about testing the Discord, and I'm here, so I just figured I'd jump in. But uh, great show as always. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Uh, James here has a podcast. It's called Saucedo Paranormal. Please check it out. He talks about paranormal stuff five nights a week. Link is in the description. You're the best, James. Thanks for hopping in here and helping me out. Appreciate it. Appreciate it very much. No problem. Thank you. Have a good night. You too, man. Talk to you later. All right. So the thing is this, right? So I don't know. Is there a happy ending when you talk about immortality? Or does every single thing we do regarding this end up like Dorian Gray? And we'll get to that. And uh, I think it's pretty pertinent because this parallel seems to be dark and not just dark. Well, deal with the devil style dark. And I don't think it really matters much if you believe in the devil or not, because evil exists. And I'm pretty sure all of us can agree on that. And so regarding who the deal comes from, if it's evil, what difference does it make? And that's what we're talking about tonight. Is it possible to achieve immortality without some sort of deal with the devil? 
And love to hear your thoughts on this. We're uh, considering all the things, and you can take this wherever you want, vampires or wherever else, because, well, open-ended, non-linear, crazy as you want to get, as, uh, well, let's hope not dark as you want to get. But love to hear your thoughts. If you want to be part of the show, I think the phone might be working again. I got everything fixed, I hope. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Dorian Gray. Sinister Immortality and You when we return. Be right back. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. Alien, 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 alien. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. As they traverse neurons in the brain. Yeah, all right, so maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. 
I'm your host, Michael Strange, and amid technical difficulties, we're going to get through this anyway. And we do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what is it we do? Well, we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about, and you know what those things are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And of course, we do this on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And as always, we're taking your phone calls because tonight we're talking about immortality. But not just immortality, we're talking about the cost. Is immortality something that should be free and available to all? Or is it a little more sinister than that? And in the uh, vein of the picture of Dorian Gray, is that the cost? Do we have to sell our soul to become immortal? And whatever that means, if it's in a short way or a long way, or if it's kick the can down the road in terms of, uh, you know, buy yourself 50 years here, 50 years there, until a new technology becomes available, until we can transfer your consciousness into, oh, I don't know, a young version of your own very, very own cloned self. I don't know. It seems like all these ways that we're talking about immortality seem to pay or seem to have some some price to pay, some sinister cost associated. And and again, we're talking about deals with the devil. All right. And uh, in some some way, like I said, it doesn't even matter if that deal with the devil is um, is literal or not. It could be a metaphor in that you have to do something really, really dark to be able to go down this road. And so, you know, it, when we're talking about immortality and um, who gets it uh, like always right there's a limited supply limited supply of immortality to go around and even if we we can get there right again it remains to be seen uh, still a lot of this technology is being worked on and all the rest of this but it does make you wonder that uh, you know we've we've talked about uh, these labs being uh, you know concocted and, and put underground and all the rest of these scary things happening with uh, billionaires you know uh, Jeff Bezos just had a lab that he he uh, he created here and and, you know, and believe it's in California it's given it like an unlimited budget and uh, they basically are working on finding out how to live forever. And so the question is not that tonight. It's it's more of sure fine as a concept immortality is a thing, all right? It just is. Whether it whether it can become that or not, I don't know, right? That remains to be seen. However, well, if if there's a cost associated that's dark and sinister and we're talking about a commodity that is limited, then um the price goes up, right? So, well, that's what's on my mind tonight. And, of course, technical difficulties, broken webcams, broken phone lines. Everything seems to be breaking all at the, the right time. And uh, we won't call it a conspiracy. We'll just uh, keep on trucking and pretend like it's not happening anyway. So, all right. Um, let it not get us, get to us. But uh, we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, is there a cost to this? And uh, what better to hear from than uh, our good buddy, Joe in Florida. Of course, he's a funeral director. Let's go to Joe. 702-957-1037. Joe, you're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you, my man? Good evening. Can everybody hear me okay? Loud and clear. Go right ahead, sir. Actually, um, you know, a couple of people put it in the chat about stem cells. You know, and James is saying, why are you worried about it? You know, when you think of like ancient times and they say some of these leaders lived, you know, for three or 400 years in the Bible, you know, I, I forget which characters in the Bible, 
lived for hundreds of years. You know, um, I wonder if they really did. That's one. If they were, you know, from this planet, they weren't. Uh, maybe over evolution, um, you know, we we live less. Or, you know, and then the then the then we're able to live longer. You know, you lived into your thirties, right? You live, you know, maybe into your eighties. I don't know, depending on what country you're in. But um, I could see this absolutely being misused. I mean, if you look at presidents in other countries, let alone maybe our own, um, if somebody had that power, they might use it behind the public's eye to stay youthful and to also maintain power and manipulate things. And who knows if there aren't people that have already lived for hundreds of years. You know, we've talked about this with the Egyptians and the priests and all the prayers and immortality. But um, it would be co-opted. It wouldn't be like in the movie. You know, when you watch vampire movies, a lot of these vampires, they get depressed and... You know, they want to die or they want to experience life. Um, but when you read about Dorian Gray, Dorian Gray basically explored every vice and everything. And it was tragedy all around him. Absolute tragedy all around him. And I think that would be a more realistic view. The author that wrote that book, I vaguely remember it. Uh, probably had a good understanding of humanity. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Money is, you know, money is the main one that we see. What would immortality and money cost? What, what would it do? You know, and then here we are complaining about global warming and everything else. So who does get to live forever? Who doesn't? Why would you do that? Are we all going to live forever? Are we all going to take up all the supplies on the planet? Well, and it, and it has uh, to. You know, I, I, well, well, I could use, I mean, I'll give you an example. At my age, I'm going to need surgery, stem cells. You know, a friend of mine, to avoid surgery, he had stem cells put in. His own, not stem cells, but his own cells that they generate. Maybe most of us and it's a big guess because the technology is not available to live forever. But for crying out loud, if I can repair a joint or a creek here or a creek there, I'd probably be happy, especially when I have to file bankruptcy for it. If they invented this technology, who could afford it? Who could, have, who could afford it? And here's a funny thing, if anybody's watched um, Cowboy Bebop, it's kind of off the cuff, but... Uh, one of the characters say she has a bad accident and she gets frozen until they can bring the technology to revive her. And they don't live forever, but so they can revive her years and years down the line. You know, kind of like cryogenic stasis that we talk about, frozen heads and frozen bodies until a cure is made. So in this particular cartoon, in the, the live action show, um, 
when she's brought to life, it's under like a fraudulent circumstance. She's brought to life, but she's blackmailed. She's like, you know, she wakes up, you know, amnesia, nothing, but she's probably a hundred years in the future. And now she owes money to people. You know, it's, it's fraudulent. And it's like us. We're going to live forever. We can't even, we can't even pay our own hospital bills. So who gets to do that? Who gets to make those decisions? Again, it's just a game for the rich. Yeah, well, and I think but that's... It the, really... Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you just kept talking like you couldn't hear me. <laughs> right. and, and I'm having tech issues, so... All right. Well, well but it is, it is a finite resource, but you, you, you're on to something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just want to make sure everything's working. No, it's all... There's, you know, the latency. There's latency in the way... Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, I don't know. I, I really don't know if that was presented to me. It would have to be to me and my whole family. But then you would watch other people die. How is that fun? You know, as for the job that I do, you know, if somebody's 85 years old when they die, from my perspective, you know, everybody's reality is, you know, their own. But from a funeral director's perspective, if I see somebody that's 85 or 95, they've lived, hopefully they lived a good life and they have a loving family and they didn't die alone, you know, and they've gotten more than a lot of other people I see come to the funeral home. When I see somebody that's 45 years old, you know, 30 years old, 18 years old, and they die, maybe through no fault of their own, and you're thinking they should have lived longer. They should have lived longer. So it would be tough if we lived forever, and maybe other people didn't. It's either like all or nothing. Yeah, but or or it, or at I least really widely see. available, right? Like like at the very least, super widely, widely available. I think I think that's part of the problem. Exactly. Here. Yeah, because because we know, just like Robert's you know, saying over on Rockfan, like th- basically, it's going to become us v them. And basically, we're going to become, as Night Stalker said earlier, sort of like the walking blood bags or the, you know, the, the cattle that are just, uh, you know, to be plucked and used uh, for at the, at the whim of the, uh, the sinister, right? I mean, that's the sickest part here. And who knows if it's not already being done? You know, who knows? I mean, I really look at all our politicians and I'm like, None of these guys, just none of them have just dropped over dead. None of them. Whether you want to look at Pelosi or, or uh, you know, the, the, the dummy from Kentucky, you know, Republican. These guys, I mean, they don't, they don't drop over dead. Not even one of them have died from, from, from the big virus. I mean, I start to wonder if they're sucking on some blood or some of the, you know, uh, I forget whatever, I don't want to say it, but some of the pituitary glands whatever it is that we get from children, I really start to wonder that, you know, that one of these guys, somebody has to have a heart attack somewhere on the floor while we're watching C-SPAN, pretty much. But they don't. They don't. You know, they get the best medical care in the world, but they're still living. You know, uh, Dick Cheney, what, he had like three or four hearts. I don't even know how many heart transplants that guy had. So... You know, maybe the technology is out there. I, I don't know. It's scary. What, what scares me is you have these world leaders that might maybe not live forever, but even if they live another 50 years, 
even if they live another four years in a president, they can destroy the country. They can destroy the world, these people. And I think that's, you know, I, I don't think, I think everybody here agrees that us versus them, yes, these people are psychopaths and will stop at nothing at this point in time. They've got the money, they've got the surveillance, they've got whatever it is they want to release, however you feel about that. And if they have this, who's stopping them? Who, if they have this in clothes, who, who's stopping them? Yeah, right. And that's the question, right? Especially, especially as these uh, super secretive underground labs and all the rest of this. It's wild. It's wild the world we live in. This is, this is science fiction type stuff. And yet, yet, this is really happening out there. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. So, okay, so the question is then, with this, do you think there's a way to become, you know, quote, immortal, whatever that means, without the, 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 the actual way to do it not being sinister? Do you, think, do you think that there's a way to do that? Or do you think it's always going to be taking from somebody or something and uh, becoming, I mean, you know, entropy, right? But I mean, when you think of that in terms of people, there's a cost. I'm an individual. And I don't like the thought of that. Do you? You're, I totally agree. Well, I totally agree. I mean, there's always, there's always a cost. If we just go back through history, rise and falls of, you know, rise and fall of empires. People have always been enslaved. One group's always enslaved the other. One group's always invaded the other. Throughout our written history, we know that this has occurred. It's human nature to take. And let's go, you know, let's drink the maybe juice on, if it was the Anunnaki, God, whatever. If we're created, you know, if we're created in God's image, God must really be a sadist and, and an idiot. If that's the case, then there's no hope. There's no hope. We just repeat this cycle. There is no hope because we're just doing the same thing with more sinister weapons and more sinister technology. And I, you know, and it's, I honestly think it's been set up like that from the beginning, the tower of Babel, the races, the divisions, you know, we physically look different from other people, from other nationalities. And no matter how much we're a melting pot here, other countries are typically not that way. I mean, Europe maybe is getting that way with immigration and all of those things, but they've got to go through a lot of struggle for that. So human nature, it's, it, it's, um, it's an awful thing once you give it power. You know, even somebody that's humble living in a dirt street, maybe they'll help somebody, but who knows how they're going to act. You know, when you see a poor person, you know, when I see, I've got examples here in Florida, you know, some somebody wins the lottery that, you know, could be a little bit of a redneck, doesn't know how to handle the money. They get the money, they go nuts. They go absolutely nuts. And they end up in jail, they do bad things, they end up bankrupt at the minimum. And that's just from hitting lottery ticket, getting cash. Imagine how much worse we'd be if we had to live forever. Yeah, worse and worse. And uh, isn't that the ultimate Ponzi scheme? Imagine if they start doing it to random people. Like This was in Vanilla Sky, right? When they woke Tom Cruise up, if you've seen the new version, uh, he, he, uh, he, he was rich when they put him in stasis, but when they woke him up, they said, you don't have much money now. <laughs> it's going to be gone before you know it, even though he was filthy rich back when he did it. So, so there he goes, the ultimate Ponzi scheme. It's like, all right, we'll just freeze you, keep you alive, and then we'll, you'll, you'll quote, quote, live forever. But what they're really doing is they're just uh, 
bleeding you dry. <laughs> uh, you're the best, Joe. You're the best. We got calls behind you. We got to go. Uh, thank you so much for no calling. No problem. Uh, Have a good night, guys. You too, bro. Uh, Joe in Florida, a longtime caller, a longtime friend. Thank you much. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, phone lines seem to be stabilized. Uh, cross your fingers. I don't know. Uh, hard, I hardwired everything, so there's. this is not a Wi-Fi issue. This is just uh, uh, technical issues, and that's what happens in a live show. But we're talking about uh, immortality tonight, and not in the sense of, uh, you know, kind of like we have in the past, uh, more of what is the cost? I think that's the thing. Kind of looking at the Dorian Gray story, uh, the picture of Dorian Gray, in that uh, if, you, if you're not familiar with it, uh, he, he made a deal. He made a deal for his soul, for eternal youth, for uh, being able to do what he wants when he wants. Uh, but of course, uh, there's a photograph, there's a picture that was uh, painted, and every terrible thing he did, the, uh, the, the image of him in this painting became more and more sinister. It started with just a sneer when he did something terrible to a, a lost love or a, a a spurned lover or this, you know, a potential lover anyway. And uh, it, it became worse and worse. And he just became a monster as a result. Right. And I think, right, it's a fantastic parallel to exactly what we're talking about. This is from uh, pharmaceuticaltechnology.com. Billionaires are betting on anti-aging research, but can aging really be cured? Yeah, well, uh, and not only that, let's go one step further. And what is the cost? Is it a cost you would pay? Uh, thanks for waiting, guys. I appreciate you uh, uh, being patient with us with the technical issues. Let's go to Austin. Austin in Michigan. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the show. Are you there? Hello. One, two. Hello. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am great. It's a little chilly in the hollow earth. <laughs> right on. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, the, the summer is coming. Uh, what do you think about this uh, about this immortality bit? Do you think there is any way to achieve this without some sort of sinister cost? That's the question tonight. Or a deal with the devil, as it were. Absolutely. As insane as I may sound, I do think there's always a way. And the thing is, is that the way is much harder than the dark way. The dark way is quick, easy, convenient. It comes instantly. The way of the light is... A hard, rocky, narrow path, and it takes forever. Okay, and so, it comes in. It does not come when you want it, it to come. It usually comes only when it is supposed to happen, not when you want it. Like you're, you're like such a small piece in the puzzle, you know, compared to the vastness of space. And we would like to think that we deserve it all, so we do the sorcery for it, and that's what I would call that you know, sucking out other people's life so you can get an extension, but you're on that lower vibration, you know, with that kind of stuff. That's how I feel about it. I think a more so our bodies are just vessels, you know, they're just, uh, are at least that's the way I look at it. I ex respect everyone's opinion. I'm just letting it out, you know, I'm just machine gun warming up here. All right. So our bodies are just the vessels and what's inside of us we don't really understand but what if most of us or maybe some of us or maybe it's a mix maybe it depends on how you live your life in this world on if your soul does live forever you've heard the saying old souls maybe they actually do live forever and the bodies of course i couldn't imagine a body ever living forever in that term if we're talking about that yeah, so I guess I guess some uh, some definitions are in order, and uh, great points all. Um, but so you do think it's possible? I like your enthusiasm. I like that uh, your positivity, and well, maybe maybe we can, right? I, I do like the maybe juice and to be I positive. Think, 
Yeah, I dig it. Man. I think you are immortal. I would put all my money on it that Michael Strange is immortal and he doesn't know it yet. And if he does, he's not telling us. Ah, ah, ah. You, the, the plot, the plot reveals itself. No, totally not. Uh, <laughs> but, but okay. So, uh, we got about 30 seconds before we got to go. So, uh, do you want to hang out and, uh, after the break or you got a jet? It's up to you, man. I know I cut you short here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll set up the tent. Okay. I'll get the fire going. Okay. You want to hang out? All right. So but, I'll, I'll come back to you with the, yeah. uh, at the bottom of the hour. It'll be before, about five minutes. Before, before it ends, I just wanted to say, you know, we don't know until, you know, it's over and then. What happens then? Do we just wake up again? You know, you know, really yeah, right. I guess. Yeah. The cycle, the cycle. All right. So, uh, so appreciate that. We're here with uh, Austin. He's uh he's short, quick on YouTube. Give him a follow on YouTube. We haven't uh, shared his link just yet because he's uh, still building the YouTube channel, but uh, hang tight, brother. We'll be right back to you as we yeah. continue doing our thing and uh, just mute up, please. And uh, you'll, I've set it up so you can hear us with the outro here, but all right. So the thing is this, right? We're discussing immortality in the sense that is it possible to achieve this in any capacity without a sinister uh, means? I guess that's the way to put it. So i uh, love to hear your thoughts on this. Good stuff from Austin here. We'll get back to him in just a moment. But we're still looking to hear from you. Phone lines seem to be working. Thank you, Joe, for testing that out for us. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Love to hear your thoughts on this. And, well, more Trouble Minds on the way. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're taking your phone calls as we talk about immortality. What is the cost? We're talking about Dorian Gray tonight. We're talking about, is it possible to have any sort of, uh, let's say, path to immortality without a sinister means? And that's what's on my mind tonight. There's a lot of this, a lot of this in the media that seems to be a recurring theme, and they keep talking about it in the terms of, yeah, you guessed it, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, people like this, Bill Gates. Well, what about the rest of us? What about me? What about you? And that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm talking about tonight. And if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We are here with Austin as well. Uh, Austin, what's up, buddy? Welcome back if you're there. Test one, two. What's up, buddy? How are you? One, two, two, one. Right on. Uh, all right. So you were saying that uh, you think that uh, the long, hard road is the way that we achieve this. And it can be achieved with uh, with just some good old-fashioned elbow grease and some time and doing things the right way. And we don't have to make deals with the devil to get things done. Was that your point there? Yeah, clinging to the light. Light is eternal. Okay, good stuff. 
Good stuff. I appreciate the positive take there. So, uh, so clearly we don't uh, know what that technology ends up happen- happening to be, right? In the uh, in the sense here of um, figuring things out, it's not up to us because it's, it might be years away. Who knows? Maybe they're doing this and they're not telling us. Uh, who knows? But what else you got? What else you got to add on to this conversation? Um, I I think there's people out there that are are eternal and. Like they live on forever. They've been here many times and because they have always had a heart for the light, it's because of their, I think it's their spirit body, you know, that is eternal. I think a lot of people's spirits are eternal and mortal. Like you cannot kill the spirit. I mean, maybe unless you consensually, maybe there's some kind of way to sell it. Maybe like is like give up the most precious gift of all, which I would have to say is that your soul, your spirit. Some people say they're different, but I'm not an expert, you know? And you're allowed to not be an expert, by the way, <laughs> and still have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. That, that's, but that's, that's my opinion. I, that's my opinion. I, I think people can live forever. I think there's a lot of people that do. Maybe, maybe it's everyone. I don't know, but. Maybe there's a way to sell it. Yeah, I just went in a circle. That's okay. That's okay. That's a, that's a, that's kind of how I do things too. You go you go in circles. It's good. It's good for a radio audience because they're coming and going all the time. So it's that's all good. Uh, so so uh, so anything else? What, so what are your thoughts on the, the rest of this? Meaning that uh, you've heard of Dorian Gray, right? You're familiar with the story. Um. Nope. I don't think I am. I must have missed it. That's okay. It's it's an old one, eighteen ninety one, and uh, so basically, it, it just goes a little something like this, just to fill everybody in and catch up to where we're needing to be tonight. Uh, so Dorian Gray again was uh, he made a deal with the devil. He sold his soul for that immortality, and so he's always young, youthful, and all the rest of that. But uh, the cost, of course, came for not just his soul, but then it became uh, his morality because he could no longer he was no longer in danger ever. So he started doing more sadistic things, more and more, more and more. He started. Uh, uh, debauchery is what they describe uh, uh, just more and more brutal um, uh, he started murdering people this that the other thing he just wow. became yeah he, he just became a monster himself but because of all the terrible things he was doing Ooh. his actual uh, version of himself never changed his his physical appearance never changed he was still youthful young uh, pic- picturesque all that stuff but there was this painting of him that he kept at home hidden and every time he did something terrible the painting itself was taking the scars of his actions and becoming more and more sinister looking and it's at one point uh, so a friend of his he, he brought him to see this this painting and it was so horrific it was unrecognizable it didn't look like him at all anymore it looked literally like a monster wow yeah so that's Dorian wow. Gray uh, just uh, just to catch us up with that but uh, that's the parallel tonight and I think that's what we're talking about considering that I, I like your take that you know maybe the long hard road is the way we do this and it's possible yeah. it's just we can't like be dipping into the blood of teenagers you know what i'm saying um yeah. it, it seems it seems that seems awful um but anyway yeah great stuff what else you got my friend um well if you're out there and you are into the adrenochrome stuff uh let's not say that word again please <laughs> oh yeah thank you um prayers uh that you listen to the the light and turn over sell them out sell them out maybe you can get a piece of your soul back you know because uh 
that's what it's about. That picture kind of made me think about it. You know, that's the ethereal right there. That was like the soul part of his soul. And then it kind of transformed like something else took the body, you know? Exactly. And that thing that was on the painting was what was taking the body. It's like, whoa, now you see what you sold your soul to. And it's pretty horrific, isn't it? Like, holy crap. Yeah. And that's and, what you've uh, turned into. Yep. Exactly. Just- I think a lot of it demons could be perception when you're in certain negative emotions like jealousy uh greed hatred anger fear like they could all be grief guilt they could they could be filters to your glasses you could say to your vision they can be veils to see through that make uh what you see different um, and different things that you thought were once ugly might be attractive because of those feelings that you're letting control you. Go on some long walks, get some meditation. I don't know who's listening out there, but prayers to you. There you go. There you go. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, Austin has a YouTube channel called Short Quick. Uh, let me know when and we're good to share that link down below, and I'll put it there for you. Uh, thanks for thanks for being you. Thanks for being part of this. Thanks for calling in tonight. You're the best, man. All right. Have a better one. Much love. You too. Thanks, man. There you go. There you go. We're taking your phone calls tonight as we discuss this. You're welcome to stay there, Austin, if you want to just mute up and uh, you could listen from there if you prefer. Uh, so this is the thing, right? Uh, I don't know. I think that the whole Dorian Gray story is a, is a fantastic parallel here in many ways because we're talking about the elites, right? We're talking about the, the ability to become immortal. But remember, right? Like every single thing we're talking about, and I began tonight with media fear, right? Everything is fear, 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 fear. But doesn't it seem like fear equals control, and then control is for what? And then we get this stuff. Again, there's articles and articles and articles over and over again in the news cycle talking about billionaires, anti-aging research, can aging really be cured, this type of stuff. And then how? Of course, this is, this is the craziest part. They're talking about... Uh, living forever with injected blood from teenagers, right? Quote, teenagers, uh, lab-grown organs and robot bodies, right? Like, okay, so my point here tonight is, is it possible, and Austin thinks so, but is it possible to achieve immortality in any capacity without making the deal with the devil? Looking to hear from you tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go back to Joseph here, uh, Joseph in Iowa. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Uh, The phone line was broken the first time. I think we should be good. Are you there, my friend? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, go right ahead. So we we cut you off the last time. So you were making a point, but uh, continue. What do you think about this? Yeah, I I was just kind of throwing something out, but I'm thinking after that last thing I heard you talking about with the guy, uh, getting young from doing evil stuff. I think that's like, maybe because like, if you see like a dog, like the war dog, like an actual war dog, like a dog, like they pick out a dog like this is like a gang, like a lot of gang neighborhoods. This is like a ghetto thing. Like if a dog doesn't tuck its tail when it's a puppy, like if you come a stranger comes up to it, they test it. It's called testing. And I think they've done a lot of testing in the past on humans and they've done selective 
demon, a demon, just whatever you want to call it on specific consciousnesses. Maybe, maybe we're like a simulation with memory. Like we're playing, we're playing Grand Theft Auto in real life. So the people who have been playing it a really long time are like set characters. They got all the memory stored, you know, I don't know. That's just, I kind of just went all over it there, but that's okay. That's okay. You're in the right place. Drink a little bit of maybe juice and considering what, uh, what this is all about. Uh, I like the idea, right? That maybe, maybe this is uh, the simulation is grand theft auto on steroids. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Cause, cause all that horrific stuff that's happening in that game. Yep. It's happening in the real world too. <laughs> wild man wild um okay so so do you think like austin said that it is possible to maybe achieve this immortality without these uh evil means yeah i think uh <clears throat> i think we're trying to break the cycle maybe right now with all the systems we have set up you know we have rituals and we got rocket launches going off all the time and who knows what uh what that's going to spark. Cause like, what did the ancients do? They were building to the sky, literally physically. They had no tools. They had no way to get out. They were trapped and they knew it. So what did they do when they looked at the sky? Like we know what we do when we looked at the sky, but I don't know. I think it's just <clears throat> a bigger picture that we're missing. Maybe. I don't know. That's okay. It's, I, it's, I do want to say I was in the Denver airport and uh, there's like a train that goes in the Denver airport to get you place to place. Okay. And I was in that train with a pilot and this pilot had a hand and this hand looked like a watch. Like it was, he was holding his uh, suitcase thingy with it. And his hand literally looked like a watch. Like it wasn't like a prosthetic that I have ever seen before. It looked like a Swiss watch. Like you could see springs and tiny, like this was like the Terminator. It was the Terminator hand. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that Denver airport stuff and that's pretty wild. So you think that the, the pilot there was playing into that whole Illuminati stuff? Well, I looked at it. And I just kept staring at it because like, like if you see something like that, it was like kind of like, because I'm from Iowa, I'm like kind of, I'm in a smaller place, you know, like I've never seen like a million dollar prosthetic hand before. And I'm just staring at this thing moving and stuff because he's like moving slightly like gripping and it's like, it's moving and stuff and uh, he tucks it away because he noticed me looking at it and then like like that kind of got me got me thinking like that guy's probably is like a pilot for some uh i don't know he's probably like uh maybe the airport just buys you a hand if you're a good enough pilot <laughs> and, then, and then and then what's next if you're if you're uh, super good you get the legs and the arms and everything else and <laughs> you become you become the oh boy oh boy you become dorian gray right <laughs> 
<laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Good stuff, man. Uh, th- thank you again for calling back. That. Sorry for cutting you off that first time. Like I said, I don't know what's going on with the phones. Having some issues here, but I think we got all the uh, yeah. the the kinks worked out and everything is great. So, uh, Joseph here has a YouTube well, channel called well, Hydro well, I'm thinking they're going for... I'm just going to say this real quick. I, I, just, I just think they're going for a player mentality right now. They want people to have a player mentality. And like, like you see like the casinos, they talk about you are a Caesar. You're a player. You know, they want to wake something. Like I'm not trying to spoil Santa Claus or anything, but <laughs> they're trying to wake the player. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. I appreciate it, man. Uh, one more time. This is uh, this is Joseph. He's got a YouTube channel called Hydro Hose. Uh, I'll, I'll get that uh, in the links down below soon, and you guys could check it out. Uh, thanks for the call, Joseph. I appreciate it. Great stuff, as always. Have a good night, man. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. All right. This is the deal, right? So we're uh, we're talking about immortality tonight, but not just the immortality, as it were. Uh, in the past, we've talked about sort of these uh, deep underground labs. Uh, the question is, are you able to do this to achieve immortality without uh, basically making that deal with the devil? I think that's the craziest part here is uh, the question. It seems to be all, all the reasons, right? Back to this stuff that we started with, right? Scientists say this is from futurism.com today. This is brand new today. Uh, stealing the blood of the young may make you more youthful, right? And, uh, well, if that isn't the most sinister thing you've ever heard, then I'm not sure exactly what is. Because as always, right, we know how economies work, we know how things scale or they don't, and human blood is a finite thing, right? You can't just crank it out of a machine and scale it and make 10 million gallons a night, right? No, you need a ton of people to do that. And if we're talking about the blood of the young, right, we're talking about, uh, well, exactly like, you know, you know, you can't say the names. Epstein stuff, right? We're talking about some really, really sick things here. And if this is what we're talking about, and this is exactly what's happening, then I'm I'm not on board with this. I don't think this is okay. And uh, uh, Catalina on um, on the fringe uh, fringe Discord here says uh, says this: uh, you can live a long time without losing your morals. It's called med beds. At least two hundred years old. When the med beds are coming, the the technology has been around for fifty years. It was just not allowed for the folks on Terra Earth. Appreciate that, Catalina. Thank, Thank you very much. Uh, so there you go. There's some there's some other ideas on this. But okay. So we got a, a new caller here. We're going to go to, uh, looks like Liller. Uh, Liller? Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm, uh, you're on Trouble Minds. And uh, what's happening? Are you there? Test Hello. Hey, welcome. Hi. What, what's going on? Uh, so we're talking about immortality tonight. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, what is your take on this? Do you think it is possible to achieve some sort of immortality scientifically or any other way without the proverbial deal with the devil? What are your thoughts? Um, I personally don't think that there really is a way to do it. Unfortunately, um, I feel that like you have to follow the rules like as above, so below what you take, you have to give something in turn for. And I feel like if you were to like take immortality, you would have to like someone else would have to lose something or you'd have to lose a part of yourself for that. 
Yeah, it does seem sort of like a, it, it's known as a zero-sum game, meaning that you can't have everybody be winners. If somebody wins, it means somebody else has to lose. And I, 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 I can't say I disagree with you. And this, this is kind of what riles me up and makes me talk about this stuff, because these news cycles are sinister. I mean, really, like we're looking at this stuff and look at this other article. It's insane. They're like, okay, with injected blood from, quote, teenagers, right? Uh, lab-grown organs, robot bodies. All that sounds pretty evil to me. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like there, it's not right. There's like something wrong about it. Like, how can you be growing these things and not like taking it from someone else? It just, it doesn't really make sense to me, I guess. Or something else. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty wild, pretty wild ideas. Um, what else you got for us? A first time caller. I appreciate you uh, chiming in here on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that was it. I just wanted to come pop in, say hi, that I really enjoy your show, and yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate that. There you go. Uh, that was uh, Liller on Discord, and uh, good stuff. Good takes. And this is what we're doing. We're talking about this. We're talking about immortality. Is it possible in the Dorian Gray method, of course, meaning that uh, you have to sell your soul for immortality? That's what we're talking about tonight. Is this more sinister than it seems, or is this medbed thing a thing, and some other things a thing? And I don't know, right? I think uh, I liked Austin's take as well, where he was saying that uh, maybe, right? Maybe this, this can be done, and it can be widely available and it doesn't have to be sinister so yeah i do like the positivity so we're still uh, taking your calls got a few minutes left here 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 let's go to uh, our good friend robert in pennsylvania what's going on my man welcome to the show hello hello go right ahead sir okay all right um i'd like to post a question out to all um, the troubled minds, audience, anyone out there that's had a blood transfusion, they've, you know, they've had an operation and had to have blood transfusion, if they've ever, when they woke up from that, if they've ever, if they've ever felt like, or, or uh, that they, they felt younger, or they, or, or they, uh, when they could, they saw themselves in the mirror and looked younger, all right. I, I never heard any stories like that. All right. So this, I'm skeptical that that using young blood uh, to stay immortal. I'm skeptical that that works. But you you earlier were saying about uh, the Epstein thing, and, that, and it made me think of that ranch. And 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 they said that what that ranch was that eugenics, and they were trying to make a hundred million little Epsteins. I think that's probably a cover story, all right, that what, for what really was going on in there that they could not possibly reveal to the public. And that may be that that's where the rich people went, courtesy of Epstein, to get their blood transfusions. Interesting. So, so it wasn't uh, like they said. As usual, right? Uh, misinformation, uh, misdirection, the whole thing. Maybe some other. And, and I mean, we know the craziest part about it is talking in terms of Jeffrey Epstein. They were doing the most sinister stuff anyway. And so oddly enough, if that that actual uh, thing comes out uh, this week and they end that Ghislaine Maxwell trial coming this Friday. Uh, well, if that isn't the biggest cover up I've ever seen, I don't know what is like. This is wild that this is going on, like right in front of our faces. They, they, you know, we all we we all know um, 
pretty much <laughs> that she's guilty, all right? But I think she's going to walk. I, I think the prosecution just didn't have sufficient evidence to that that's required to to get a uh, you know unanimous guilty verdict there. But you know you hear about all these you know missing children. Suddenly you know they they start to walk to school and they're gone. And not all those cases, hard, you know, probably just a, a fraction of those cases are because some pervert got a hold of them. Uh, maybe, maybe this, you know, since the CIA, CIA is clearly involved in child trafficking, and that's no longer questioned, um, you know, for years, maybe, you know, that a lot of these kids are being picked up and, 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 and put in on... on uh, you know, in, in places just like the Epstein Ranch where they're uh, kept unconscious and they're just completely, constantly, um, you know, used for blood. Yeah, which is, again... Yeah, blood. The younger, yeah, the better. The, yeah, exactly. Right? The the Again, this article, quote, injected blood from, quote, teenagers. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, we, we, it's yeah, code, it's code for something else. If they get the blood from five-year-olds... <laughs> the blood they, from five-year-olds, that's even better. Right? They, exactly. They'd take um, it, wouldn't they? They'd take it, for sure. But here's the, here's the conundrum for, of it, though. If we have a soul, and most of us, you know, have reason to believe we do, all right, and, and, but our, our souls want to go home. You know, it really, you know, we're, gonna, we're, here, we're here to deal with, to face whatever obstacles we agreed to, and to try to overcome them, and then when we pass on to the other world, we we decide whether or not we were successful in doing that. But if you if if the rich gain immortality, because we're not going to get that, they they they, they have nothing but contempt for us. They're not going to pass it on to us. If the rich gain immortality, uh, and if they have souls, which is hard to believe, they actually do. All right, but if they have souls, can you imagine the misery? The suffering of that soul that it can never, ever go home? Yeah, for sure. 100%. Robert, we're out of time. You want to hang on till after the break? I'll make it short if you want to hang tight. Yeah, I'll hang. Okay, I'm going to put you on mute. I'll come back and get you in just a couple minutes here. All right, so uh, this is we're here with Robert, and uh, we're finishing up. So we're on the Fringe FM, and uh, let's play some outro music and do our thing. As you know, uh, the way this works is, oops, that's the wrong button. Let's press this one. I'm, I'm, I'm off tonight. Everything's off tonight because my uh, technical issues, but that's okay. All right, the way this works is this, all right? Uh, we, uh, we, we're going to keep on trucking. If you're listening to us on... Uh, Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. We're going to keep talking about this. We still got Robert on the phone, and we're going to stick with him and keep on trucking. But as we finish, it goes a little something like this. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night.
All right, we are off the radio, and we're going to keep on trucking here. Third hour, Trouble Minds coming up. We got our good buddy Robert on the phone, so we're going to go right back to him. We'll take the two-minute break after he's done, but we're still taking your phone calls. We're talking about, of course, this immortality bit. Do you think it's possible to achieve in any capacity, whether it's you know adding life extension to people, 50, 100, 200 years, that type of thing, or in perpetuity? Uh, without making a deal with the devil. And uh, let's go back to Robert. Robert, thanks for waiting. Welcome back, my friend. Go right ahead. Oh, you know, Edgar Allan Poe wrote a, a short story called Baldemar. Have you ever heard of it? I have, yes. It's, a, you know, where they, where they, where the hypnotist uh, hypnotizes uh, the dying man uh, at the moment of his death. And he's just laying there in bed He's dead, but he can't move on. And, you know, they, matter of fact, uh, there was a great one of my favorite horror movies from back in the day, um, and it was just horrendous. Can you imagine that your soul was condemned to eternity to never, ever leave that meat suit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you might. Eventually, I would think that it would rebel, and it would cause you all kinds of grief. <laughs> you may live forever, but you're going to live in all kinds of misery uh, because of it. Also, in that in that um, that that quote I, I put in from Revelations about uh, that the living will envy the dead because they can't die. All right. Um, the question is, I've often wondered, well, what if they cut their own heads off? They stuck their head in a guillotine and cut it off. Will the head grow back? That, see, if they can't die. Yeah, I think I think in the in the well, in the uh, in the sense of Dorian Gray, I think it would, right? But uh, Jeff Bezos, right. uh, but, but, <laughs> not so sure. But yeah, but they're already uh, developing uh, some kind of nanobots that they inject into the body that's supposed to eventually be so perfected that. You know, whenever something goes wrong with your body, it automatically heals. I think you talked about something like that a while back. Yeah, well, I think that uh, th- that's that's hopefully where the technology will go, right? Like, we'll be able to, again, not have to, like, take the blood of the young <laughs> to make this happen, right? Like, that's, that's the craziest part here, is hopefully there's something like that on the horizon. Because, like, like you say, like I say, like, we agree on this, that this is going to be a finite resource, no matter what it is, right? Because, like you said, they detest us. They detest regular people that want to think for ourselves and want to be ourselves. And so as a result, well, of course, they're going to make it difficult to achieve this. Even if it's, it's you know, back to that artificial scarcity, right? Even if they can achieve this for a huge number of people, it's still, right? Like you're talking about resources. You're talking about, uh, you know, the useless eaters, the people that live longer are going to be eating more food and all the rest of this, right? Just like you said, this this turns into a whole nother can of worms if it's available for a ton of people. Suppose, you know, suppose uh, the you know, individual is homeless, living in a tent in San Francisco, right? Facing the cold wind, uh, half starved, um, do you think that person wants to live forever? No, hell no. They they got to have better, right? Like, surely they want better, I hope. 
right? Like better circumstances. Sure they do. Sure they do. Yeah. Sure they do. And, 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 maybe, and maybe that's what keeps them going because they think they may be able to work their way out of this. That's the test that we're put on this earth for. You know, objects, uh, you know, there's barriers put in front of us and we're supposed to overcome them. That's the story of what really life's all about. And then after we pass on, uh, we, we evaluate ourselves as far as how successful we were. But here you have billionaires who really are looking, just can't deal with the idea that they're going to have to leave their bill, billions behind, all right, someday, that they're going to die. And that's God, and you know, they already think they're gods. Uh, that's got to be, you know, what this is all about. It has nothing to you think that they, if, if they were to, if they were to pass on, let's say uh, Bezos passed on, and he, and he had to face himself, you know, in the afterlife and judge the obstacles that he's supposed to have surmounted, all right, and what did you do? What did you, you made all this money, what did you do with that money, all right? Did you uh, uh, feed the poor? You know, like like Christ would talk about. Did you do this, dude? No. All right. Then he's a failure. So he has to come back, and and maybe they know this. They have to come back into the next life, and you know, and born into poverty, and find and experience what it was like, and try to overcome that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I would think the I would think the most I would think the most most shameful incarnation to have to deal with in the afterlife when you get there and explain uh, is if you were uh, a rich person living in luxury, no problems, all right? Maybe, maybe once in a while divorce to cost you half, a, you know, half your wealth, right? But seriously, uh, that's a pathetic life. I mean, there's no value to it. And, you know, and, and and they don't seem to have a sense of of morality at all. You know, it amazes me how some people will get mad at me for saying stuff like that. All right, or certainly object to it. Um, you know, and stand up and say, well, you know, what if they? You know, they, they're billionaires. They, you know, they earned that. No, they didn't. All right, if you look at the history of all these particular ones that are prominent now. Uh, they were born into a silver spoon existence, and they already had their connections from the date they took their first breath, right? Um, and, of course, those people helped them. No, 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 no. You don't become a billionaire and have a soul or have a sense of morality. Um, you know, in the old days, uh, they would they would do, some, do something uh, to make themselves look good. They don't even care anymore. In this day and age, but I'm just saying, their idea—if they—if they manage to find immortality, and I think they will. As a matter of fact, I really do think they will, because they're obsessed with that, and 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 they will. Uh, they're not going to share it with us. Uh, they're trying to kill us. <laughs> they would—if if they had their way, if they could have their world the way they want it, none of us would be here. They would have it all, just like Bill Gates buying up all the farmland, and and so and so Bill do a uh, billionaire buying up all this. <laughs> they want it all, and they want us out of the way. 
right? But they don't. They have no concept that they could never exist in the comfortable circumstances that they are in without regular people doing the work for them. <laughs> when we're all gone, if that ever happens, when we're all gone, and and there's those couple dozen billionaires, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with their money? Uh, right? You have to I burn mean, it to stay warm. <laughs> right. They're going to have to burn it to stay warm because there's nobody around to take care of them. Because they, they, they have nothing to contend for the people that do. Anyway, yeah, right. I, that, that, I, that's getting off of the whole uh, immortality. Well, not quite getting off it, but that's why they want this. They, you know, David, they they're going into a hole like you or I are going into someday, and they can't deal with that. They can't deal that that the end of their life is is no different than the end of ours, and they don't want to leave. They're, you know, they're on top of the world, and they don't want to leave that behind. So they're desperately trying to hold on to it because they're not going to get another chance to do it. Exactly. Now, I, I, that's that's I've rattled on for a bit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're more than welcome I, to. Great stuff as always, Robert. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Well, I I I think I'm giving people I'm giving you the impressions, particularly that I just don't like them doing <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, I think I think that uh, like I, you said, I, I share their I share their contempt back. At them. Yeah, let's, let's uh, hold up a mirror and shine it back. You're the best, Robert. Thank you so much for the call. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the enthusiasm. Uh, God bless you and the family. We'll talk mm-hmm. to you soon, okay? I'll, I'll finish listening to the show. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. There you go. All right. So uh, that's Robert in Pennsylvania, and uh, he's got a book. He's got a book called uh, Stories from a Fractured Mind. He's an author. Uh, definitely good stuff. Go check it out. Links in the description. Uh, he did send me send me a copy. So full disclosure, but I've read it, and it's uh, fantastic. So do check it out. Uh, very much in the vein of uh, sort of Philip K. Dick type style. So um, maybe flatter him a little bit, but it's true. So uh, we're, we're still talking about this. We're still considering all the rest of this stuff. And what's going on here, right? So uh, I want to point this out, too. This is from the article in The Sun. All right. Uh, this is from uh, this, the sun.us, right? It, which is, you know, the sun.com, uh, the United States style. But uh, the graphic, as you can see, right, it's like they, they, they want to, you know, it basically, okay, so the headline is like this. It reads this. Fountain of Youth, inside the super rich quest to live forever with injected blood from teenagers, lab-grown organs, and robot bodies, right? And so all those things are pretty sinister, which is what we've been talking about for the most of the night, right? We'll get to Dorian Gray and the rest of that as well if you guys want to make the connection. But this is the thing, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go here, right? We'll, we'll Look at this. Look at this crazy graphic they have on the sun. And uh, they have like this kind of person in the middle, like it's like a graphical person sort of situation. Actually, we're not on the radio, so we don't have to but just look at it just look at it all right look at the thing and what we're talking about is uh elon musk they have brain upload right uh next to uh jeff bezos they have gene therapy right next to uh, vladimir putin they have a robot body and then injected blood they have kim jong-un right kim jong-un right north korea dictator guy right it's like it's like wait what <laughs> like oh okay he's he's the bad guy right he's the guy we're not talking about all this other like you know uh, nice stuff he's the bad guy right but notice notice how this graphic is it's like uh, the robot body is vlad vlad putin and then injected blood is kim jong-un not to say that kim jong-un 
isn't into that or won't do that. Now, don't get me wrong, but what about the rest of these guys? You think they'd be into that or do that as well? I don't know. Uh, pretty interesting. I'll leave that graphi- graphic up for a little bit. But we're looking to hear from you. The, the topic tonight in the question is this, right? We're talking about immortality. And in the sense of not just immortality itself, we've talked, we've done that, Ponce de Leon, that whole bit, the fountain of youth. We could, we could take this wherever you want to take it, basically. Vampires, the whole deal, right? But it gets even crazier because, because, well, we have uh, all of this happening with, uh, is it possible to become immortal without selling your soul to the devil. And the devil, again, could be proverbial. It could be, right, uh, uh, allegory for many things, for uh, selling out your morals, all the rest of that, however you want to define it. That's the question tonight. And so we're, we're considering this. And like Robert said, is this going to be a finite resource? Is this going to be, again, things they don't want for us, but they want for them? Very much like, uh, you guys know me, I'm going to go off on climate change and the rest of this stuff, because it's fine for these assholes to have a, you know heated swimming pools and giant mansions with way more rooms than they'll ever need. That's cool, right? But if I do it, I'm an asshole. I'm the asshole. I'm the guy they're going to come after unless I can pay off the people that are going to be the climate sharks. You see? Like, this, this is not a fair situation. And, I, you know, again, Leo DiCaprio, right? So, so all about climate change. He's jumping on private jets and having his yacht parties with a different supermodel every week. Yeah, fine. But at least call it for what it is, right? It's a double standard is exactly what it is. So don't do the shit and say the shit if you don't mean the shit. Because I'm doing my part like I said, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, if, if you start to get, encroach on this to the point where you're taking away my cold beer and my warm shower, I'm going to have a problem, right? While these assholes have heated swimming pools, you get it? It's an analogy. I'm talking climate change, but we're talking immortality tonight. And that's the problem because there's, it's going to be a double standard, just like uh, Joseph said, just like uh, Robert said, just like everybody said tonight. And that's the problem. If we're, even if this is an unlimited resource at some point, they still have to create artificial scarcity, or else it's not worth anything, is it? Anyway, so there's my little rant for the uh, blah, blah, blah. What's up, Allison? I see you in the chat. What's up, Doc Connector? I see you. How, what's going on? Uh, let's go to, what's up, Marla? How are you? Let's go to uh, Jennifer. Thanks for waiting, Jennifer. Jennifer in uh, Missouri. Welcome to the show. How are you? Go right ahead. Doing good. Yeah. Um, so I think there's only a couple of ways you could probably get immortality. And it's because everything on this planet has a, a, an impermanence to it and is going to degrade, even if it's machinery and things like that. So it'll be constantly updating and everything. But I think the only way that you could do it without selling your soul to the devil, per se, or doing something you can't live with, like these people have done would be to believe in the impermanence of the soul, you know, that the, the soul is immortal. And then that, you know, when you die, it's just step into becoming immortal, basically, and realizing that eventually or something. So it'd have to go into some kind of spiritual belief to even conceive of it. Otherwise, you have to look at, if you look back in history, there have been accounts of people becoming immortal, but it's been about the gods granting it to them, like these beings deciding to make somebody immortal and it's happened a couple of times you know but in every instance it's always grievous like the people are always like we were saying earlier they're always bored and sad because they had to watch everything throughout all of time you know 
so and then but when you think about this idea of what they're doing with the blood and everything it's nothing new and we know that it's not just about the whole thing with bathory but everyday people i mean even in europe and people it's kind of it's pretty dark but there's a long dark history of doing this not with just the blood and everything but cannibalism in general and the idea of when you like the gladiators for example people don't know it but that the they were drinking the blood of those gladiators sometimes when they were slain and supposedly to absorb the vitality of the gladiators even the poor people during the the renaissance would have to get um they get a cup and pay the executioner at these executions these public executions and they'd put that cup up and they would get the blood and drink the blood of the executed considering it some kind of an elixir they would make something that was like a a type of uh, tonic you know out of blood and aloe and mir and drink that and then the europeans borrowed over the germans believed that the egyptians had i guess they'd heard from that you know realm that you could the younger and the fresher and the more brutal and surprising the death, the soul would be retained for a longer period of time in the blood. And so that was prized most of all, which kind of lends into that thing we can't talk about. It's very creepy. And you have that on and on and on. You even have the idea of, you know, uh, HEC 293 used today. Because they have figured out about the proteostasis, immortal embryo stem cell thing. And that those cells in the embryonic stem cells are immortal in a way. And that's why they keep using them. They're still just using those. And those are from the 70s. And it's a, you know, I'm not going to go into it, but it's very dark. It's from, it's from a fetus from the 70s. And they're still using it today for all of everything that they try to, you know, a lot of things that they try to do. But you even have like a, it's just the use of mummies and mummia. Like the, it's a, type of elixir thing too and it's got to do with eating mummies that are contained in like a pitch almost like a tar and the parts of those mummies are in that tar and it was very popular in the victorian era they've been doing this for like a really long time and the concept of well even in the offers to the gods when they'd make sacrifices in the aztecs the uh, the elect would consume the blood and everything of those corpses after considering them sacred and believing it would give them not necessarily immortality, but the strength and the power and the youth. And you think about all those blood drives and everything. And it is really creepy when you think about it. I'm not saying that we shouldn't donate blood or anything, but when it all ties together, it starts to look really dark. And then, you know, there have been talks about that the only other way you could get immortality, you can't get immortality really but you can get youth. There are things that'll stave it off or make you live a little bit longer, but not immortal. And I think that that's because it's something it's, you know, in all the folklore and everything, the immortality thing isn't possible because it's, it's not designed that way. Everything on the planet is designed to do things as an exact certain way because it's how it's uh, perfected or something. So I don't know. I think it's, I don't think there is a way unless it's granted to you by some, because I guess, uh, you know, Yuna Pushtum in the Epic of Gilgamesh, he was granted immortality. 
by the gods. And I guess that because he'd saved all of life, it's like a flood story in the Epic of Gilgamesh. But he saw it as kind of a curse when he was given the immortality of it. And he claimed that, you know, you could, there was a plant at the bottom of the ocean that would make you younger, but not immortal. And there's just, there's just so much weird about it. With the blood thing, yes. <laughs> they have been doing it for a long time throughout history. I mean, when you think about the average peasants getting a cup, and the executioner back then was considered to have some kind of supernatural powers in some accounts, and they would go up and get the blood that the peasants, could, believing that it had, like, healing powers to it. It's terrifying, frankly. Yeah, yeah, it it is pretty wild. All of that. All of that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Just that it's, uh, I mean, especially the part about the, you know, that somehow the blood would be more revitalizing the fresher it was. That's really creepy. You know, the idea that people who also, if they were very young, if it was, if they even if they, ideally, I suppose, if they didn't die, if you could keep, if you could continue to take it without them actually being dead, kind of milking them, such so to speak, this was being done in Europe and around the world for thousands of years, <laughs> you know, for like, yeah. for yeah. since the Egyptians for for a long, long time. Exactly, and, and so like not the, just like... in the, the. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're on a roll. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop you. You, you pause, so I just I jump in. But go ahead, keep going. <laughs> oh, you know the the Abhori in India, which are considered the most sacred priests in India, or not really priests, like monks, this kind of Aghors, A G H O R, and they would they wear the ashes of the dead on their bodies, and they put the when they drop their corpses, like when people in New Delhi drop their corpses and it goes down the river and they find it, they eat those corpses. <laughs> and these are considered the most sacred, some of the most sacred monks and spiritual leaders in India. <laughs> like, so there's just this, a lot of weird going on with this that people think they, that they even thought of it, you know, but they've been thinking of it for a long time. Yeah, in go, this world, oh, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, just that that they can't think of a way to um, that they can't just accept. And you know, in the Epic of Gilgamesh, eventually Gilgamesh, like he got that plant from the bottom of the ocean, I guess. And he didn't want to try it there. He wanted to try it out on another old man. So he goes back to his to Murek or whatever the town he was living in. And it gives it to this old man, a little bit of it, of the plant he got from the bottom of the ocean. That old man eats it, and he does see that it makes him live a little bit longer. And so he decides to he eats a little of himself, and he falls asleep, I guess, and a snake eats the rest of the plant. And supposedly that's why the snake sheds its skin, and so on and so forth. But then he was really upset because, you know, he couldn't go back to where he got him from, where he'd met that uh, Yuna Pushtum over in the faraway land or wherever, the immortal man. So everybody's trying to grasp after it and everything, but the thing is, is he eventually realizes, and we should have all realized too, that you're immortalized by, in the world of the living, what you're remembered for 
And so in a way, you're kind of living on. And if you don't believe in um, a soul or anything, you could at least um, conceive of the idea that you're going to continue on in the spectrum of the celestial and through nature. But if you do believe in a soul, then you could believe in the idea that that you will. That's the whole point, that this is designed this way perfectly and that you are immortal and there is no end. There's just different closings of different chapters. And so we could accept it that way, that we are already immortal. And this is just a big story that has to end at some point to start a whole nother story in a way. And so we can, you know, that's a good way to look at it because the idea otherwise is incredibly dark. That <laughs> You would have to resort <laughs> to these things just to hold on only to eventually watch everyone around you and the whole world and everything. I mean, and what you've degraded yourself down into and what you've become kind of like the Dorian Gray thing, you know, what is it? It makes you a monster, a horrible, terrifying monster. And like the Wendigo, you know, the story of the Wendigo spirit thing, which is a cannibal. And the more it eats, the hungrier it gets because it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So it needs more and more to stay full. It's like the hungry spirits and ghosts. And they were worried about that too. We like all the folklore talks about that, that these types of spirits are still starving in the afterlife. And that's why people were trying to feed them so they wouldn't eat them, eat of their life essence, you know, like vampires. And it's just, it's just scary. And you have to just accept life as it is, because if you start trying to do all this blood magic or, or even like just these, um, like just the peasants and, and even the royals, you know, believing this idea of eating mummies and eating people and consuming the gladiators, <laughs> consuming infants and young children. So you can retain some youth, but not immortality. It won't make you immortal to do that. I mean, it's been said that you can't be. And I actually kind of think that there is no possibility for immortality in the physical sense, you know, that you have to, it has to be from, to realizing you're separate from that in a way and not being too tied to it. Otherwise you'll just be hungry all the time for, for it. And so you'll be coming after the living. Yeah. Yeah. More and more. Never full. Yeah. Yeah. A couple things on on all, all that stuff you said. It's pretty wild that literally two years ago or so, two and a half years ago, we were doing troubled minds when Frank was still on the show, the, the, the original co-host there. And uh, we were talking about this, and it it was so dark it kind of made us take a break, right? We were we were talking about the a word. And I'm not going to say it just because it. I'm I'm not trying to censor people or things. I it's just that you say particular things and you get uh, the the technocrats come down on you. Let's say, but we were talking about this then, and it seems like every once in a while in the news cycles like this in particular, right? From futurism, it says scientists, you know, stealing the blood of the youth may make you more youthful. But the bizarre part is. Isn't this no shit, Sherlock? Have, hasn't this been known, like they say in Game of Thrones? It is known, Khaleesi, right? It is known. It's like, how come science is like, oh, by the way, we did this experiment, and yeah, confirmed. Yeah, no shit. Didn't they used to eat the hearts of like their enemies and stuff because you know, to take in the vitality, like you're talking about the gladiators and all? I mean, for crying out loud, like this has been a thing forever. And is it? Is this, though, is it some sort of blood magic? Do you think that's what this is, or do you think it's uh, maybe a little more scientific here? No, I think it, well, I'm throwing on the idea that what they were saying, that they believe the soul and the spirit, because there's no other reason to do it, you know, except what's contained. So they're like soul eaters, 
you know, and it makes their soul feel more alive somehow. You even have that kind of talk amongst the, like, it's a little dark, but, you know, with the serial killers and everything, some of those people were very occultic and believed that by killing their victims, somehow they were um, capturing their soul in a way to keep it, especially if they were eating them. It's extremely dark, (laughs) extremely, extremely dark, but it's all there, you know? Yeah. I think there is something occultic to it. I think it has to do with life force. We all know that we're all, we all feel it, you know, that there's a life force, obviously, you know, the, what lights you up to be, have to even have a beating heart is something beyond ourselves that we don't understand. They don't understand it. They don't know why. So there's something contained in the blood is the life. It goes on and on through everything that they talk about this. So they just got the bright idea that they'll start consuming it. I don't think it gives them any kind of immortality, but I think it makes them feel because I don't know. I, I don't even want to think about it. You know, I mean, I don't know, it's creepy. I it's creepy it's to do. Exactly. It's extremely creepy. Yeah. And it, they, I think Mel Gibson even said that like, it's some, you know, on one of those, uh, what do you call it? Like, like a, a, just a major conspiracy thread, but the idea that it's some kind of ancient religion, but it doesn't even take that kind of, you know, they're just thinking to themselves that uh, the transference of uh, of life force through just eating the thing that seems to have a lot of it. Like in Doctor Sleep, did you ever? I don't know if anybody's seen that, but um, it really kind of encapsulates this idea, and it's really creepy. <laughs> but Wild. about these vampires who can be they can be killed, and you know, so they can die and everything. So when they do, it's like they become these, I mean, it's just horrific, the life that they lived. So what's left is when they die, they're going to their fate, probably all their victims, you know. So it's incredibly, maybe maybe it's got something to do with that. I'm sure there is a, a very spiritual side to it. And that's like a whole other thing. But I think that it's based out of blood magic because blood magic is so prevalent throughout all of the world and history, you know? And then, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> you're, it's you're, always, always, the great thing about Jennifer is it's, uh, it's never so linear. And I think that's why Jennifer enjoys it here. Cause we're just all over the place and it's okay. It's totally okay. I, <laughs> such good stuff. Uh, you, all the different angles yeah. you're going after. It's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Very, very good stuff, Jennifer. Well, it is creepy, though. It is creepy. All right, I'll get off here. You're, you're fine. You're fine. I appreciate the call. Uh, you're the best. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for participating. Uh, everybody, Jennifer has a YouTube channel. Thank you. Uh, please follow her. Uh, link in the description. Thanks, Jennifer. Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, there you go. As simple as that. Uh, give us a call, 702 957 1037. Lots of praise in the chat for Jennifer because, of course, well, uh, she's uh, she seems to be tuned in to. to uh, I think I think maybe uh, I didn't know it at the time, but I think maybe Jennifer uh, was the original troubled mind. And uh, it's the uh, retro causality thing. I'm catching up to her. <laughs> so, uh, definitely good stuff. Uh, we got Matt on the phone, but let's go to uh, Kelly's been waiting a little longer. So hang tight, Matt. We'll get with you in just a sec. We're still talking about this, guys. We're talking about immortality and what it means, right? Is it possible to achieve this immortality without uh, selling your soul, the proverbial selling your soul to the devil, right? Kind of casting off your uh, your morals and uh, 
really consuming others, uh, other individuals to empower your own individuality, right? Like, and that's kind of what this ends up being, this conversation tonight. Let's go to our good friend Kelly in Colorado. What's up, my man? Are you there? Test one, two. What's going on, bro? going on there how's it going i'm doing well man doing well just having a good time i love i love listening to you guys all the different takes uh, like i said as you know right you've been around for a very very long time on troubled minds just listening to other people kind of chew these topics up and go through the paces is uh it's taught me more than anything right it's just uh different people think different ways and uh it's amazing it's amazing so so welcome to that and uh what's your take man do you think it's possible to uh, achieve this, any sort of immortality, life, longevity, without the proverb- proverbial selling your soul to the devil? Well, that's, uh, I li- first off, I like the whole, a lot of uh, Jennifer's take on, you know, the whole immortality per se, but it's, you know, we actually are, you know, if we're, if we're talking energy and, the, you, know, you know, some people call it soul, but, you know, that is, because energy never dies, it just transforms. But as for as the human body or any kind of body, right, we would all know that it's going to have to die out. So as for immortality, but the only thing I've seen through science right now, and that was on uh, TED Med, and, you know, they were all 3D printing organs now. Because after a while, you know, the heart only beats so many times. You know, the body will break down. It just ages, you know. But it's just how we age so fast on this planet. Um, and, you know, the whole thing, too, with the, uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh, you know. Uh, with, with with that race, it was, you know, if the, you know the reason why uh, that whole plant, the, it was the, the plant of life and then and they had the water of life. But it was only to give the human species, if they, we were to drink or eat that, it was just to give them longevity it wasn't going to be immortality so i mean even i mean you look at stars stars around for billions of years and they die off everything dies off at some point so yeah for like as in the 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 flesh of the body you know i mean again it's going to be all down through dna too you can you know if they can try to find that link to slow it down per se for the longevity you know it's it's and we all know what they're talking about when they're in the blood, you know, and and that is sad because that's the thing about it, the whole, um, that whole case with uh, what's her name, um, with, uh, um, what's her name, uh, uh, Bathory, right? Yeah, she well, yeah, you know, and uh, the dark part about all that, we you know that it's they have to make these. What, you know, like the missing children and stuff, they have to make them, you know, they're trying to get to be as scared as they can be so they can inject all the, you know, that stuff. But that's the sad part about it. And maybe that's what they don't want to have, you know, the whole society know. But, you know, that would, everybody thinks that's just a uh, conspiracy theory. But, you know, that would just make us correct on what we already know. And, and, you know, the people that are in our field, what we believe in, that, I mean, that's, it's true, too. But in, like Jennifer was saying, throughout cultures, it's not only, it, it was something, it was more elegant, I would say, per, you know, per se, in some cultures like Buddhism and Hinduism, 
you know, they had a diary of this. I was just, just reading this story about uh, a diary they read from a, uh, one of the, you know, it was a Buddhist monk. It was, you know, many thousands of years, but they were talking when he was about to die, you know, it was coming up for his time, you know, the body to pass. They were, you know, they asked, the other younger monks asked to consume his body or parts of his body, you know, and, and it, what it is is sometimes, you know, they're explaining that they want to have a piece of him in, you know, within them themselves as well. I don't know if it's a blood culture type thing or, you know, I mean, they're just something to where if it's what we call magic, you know. Sorry, Ryan. You caught me stepping away for a sec. Sorry about that. Yeah, keep, keep on going. No, I had, I had you on speaker. I had to, I had to, uh, was, uh, my teeth were swimming. <laughs> but I heard you. Sorry. <laughs> Bubba, shit. He stopped. He caught me. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know. But yeah, it's me, it's just, you know, in, with even some of those cultures back then, you know, it's giving back some, some you know, some in like the, like giving back the body to back to nature, you know, it's, it's something about that as well, because, you know, over in Mongolia, you know, when somebody dies, they give their body back to, you know, the earth. So they give it back to, um, condors because, you know, vultures, vultures, you know, because they don't kill anything. They're just all, they, you know, they're just, uh, they eat off, they eat dead, dead creatures, you know, they eat off the land like that. So they're not known to attack or kill anything. They eat the dead, so they give it back to them, and then they bury the bones after you know the bones are clean from the animal. Yeah, which it, is pretty. Go ahead, go. Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, pretty interesting the whole give back thing, but yeah, yeah um, it's all cyclical, isn't it? Like, like literally, like we always talk about. It's like a, you know, time is time is the flat circle. All this other stuff. It's like not only that. It's like the the the. The, the circle of life right it's it's so disney cliche but i mean all that stuff fits into it. exactly all this right yeah it's true because you know people can now what they got now they can be a tree for a uh, fertilizer for a tree and the tree will grow i mean <clears throat> but the dark side of it is the the part that i mean that that's something that it has to be put on light that people you have to really know about what's going on. You can't just turn away from that and just think that everything's going to be all right. You know, there's 800,000 children that go missing every year in, in the United States alone. We're not even talking worldwide. If this thing is a worldwide event that these, you know, I wouldn't even call them human, man. They're just, that's why I get to the point where I'm saying like, you know, I get, I add this, I have connections with other cultures, you know, like the, the the whole sacrificing of the body or something that, that that's something else you know what i mean that can't that's not more humanistic thing to do that's i mean there is cannibalism and i'm pretty sure there had been you know but most of the time you're you're not going to be doing some shit like that you know what i mean unless it's there it's like, like literally dire straits, like literally the last option, right? Like it's, it's like a survive or not is those types of questions. Yeah. 
and and I, and I think uh, good good points all of that. And uh, sorry for stepping away there. I usually uh, you can usually sneak away because you go. <laughs> we got we got some callers I can sneak away on and <laughs> hit the restroom, and uh, you're one of them. <laughs> it's not the first time, Kelly, but I promise you, I heard all of it. I turn up the turn up the volume, and so I hear it while I'm at the restroom. <laughs> anyway, that's that's just so you know. But uh, but I wasn't ignoring you. I promise. But but I think I think exactly like you're saying here. Part all of that stuff here um, regarding uh, uh, well. I don't know. I like, I like kind of back to what Jennifer was saying too. And, and, and to wrap it all up into one thing here is that this is not new. Like none of this stuff is new. So, so to me, right? Like it, it makes me like a little bit perturbed that science is act, again, you know, stealing the blood of the young may make you more youthful. Well, no shit, right? Is this a no shit situation? It seems like it to me. Like, and so all of that stuff you're saying, it's all cyclical, right? We're all kind of in the same space and, you know, not even talking spiritually, just, you know, the meat suits and the blood and all that other stuff. I don't know, man. It, it almost seems like this is a hint. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, we know this, right? We knew this. We knew this five years ago. We knew this 10 years ago. We knew this a hundred years ago. So, so why is this news, Right. Like you see what I mean? It's sort of like in the news cycle. It's like a hint, right? You see what I'm saying here? Oh yeah. See, I, and I look at that. That's how I look at it all the time. When they do this stuff, and you know, I I, I kind of mentioned this in, in other spectrums of, of of the mainstream media. But yeah, they're telling you. They're literally telling you this is what we do, bro. And you know, but you know what? Let's put a little science twist on it. So you know, we're we're. You know, it's going to be making more comfortable. You know, maybe now we don't have to kill them. We can just bring them in and then, you know, do a transfusions or whatever they do. But they got to spin the blood. They, they're, they're taking that stuff out of the blood. It's not just, you know, the blood itself. You know, it's got to be, there's something that we, we already know, you know, the word for it. But cause I, again, I don't want to, you know, throw all the flags up. But at the same time, we, you know, that that's what they're after and but the thing about it is it's it's kind of a hint but you know what it's the demented side part of it that's where i'm talking about where it's the terror that they have to drag out the more scared they are is the more thing that can be pumping through their blood when it happens and that the that's where i get that's where my you know i start drinking the the maybe juice and I don't know, man, that's for me, that's like a, a different species of, of alien that, that that's doing that. That's needing that, you know, it's not, it's not where the course is going to be doing with the human being, you know, a human being through you. But it's like, again, it's like Jennifer saying, it's not, it's not, you're not going to live forever. It's just an extending. So it's slowing down. That's the whole point. I mean, I've read different things too within talks and, and, uh, and their tablets of his way of, of slowing down the aging of life, you know. But it has nothing to do with this blood ritual, this blood, you know, needing for blood or whatever, or whatever in the blood, you know. That shit right there is, is something else, you know. But that's what I'm saying. For me, that and it is so peculiar that there you want to throw the little science twist on it. So if they say that, you know, through science or, you know, or new study or this and that. To me, it's, man, that they're just coming out and telling you. It's just the same thing with all this, um, where they kind of want to add it to LGBT, where, you know, child love and shit, man. That's, 
that that they're just trying to sugarcoat it. And to me, yeah, I see through all that. I'm not going to believe that they're going to think that it's just some science. But they know from science. But yeah, again, this they've known this for what? How, how long? Thousands of years. I mean, they you know they've got their hands on that stuff before everybody else. You know, ancient knowledge or whatever. But yeah, that's some kind of a blood. It's a blood magic, or it's it's got to do with something else. With an, I'd say my in my belief, it's just another species. Yeah, it's sick. I agree. I agree. Not not at some point, like we talk about that sociopaths become just not human anymore, right? Like you transcend the human experience and just become a freaking monster. Um, Kelly, we got to, Matt's been waiting almost twenty minutes on the phone. We're going to go to him. You want to hang out, or you got to bounce? Up to you, as always. Hang out and let's check it out. Okay, hang hang tight. Uh, go ahead and mute up. We'll get uh, to Matt. Uh, Night Stalker says uh, so many religions. Uh, sorry, so many religious texts talk about not consuming blood. They must have been doing it like crazy back in the day, right? And one hundred percent. We're still talking about immortality, guys. And uh, is is there a way to achieve this in any capacity? Fifty, hundred, two hundred years type of thing without doing it dirty, right? Without sacrificing other people for the cause. Uh, thanks. For waiting, Matt. You were the best. Matt in California, welcome to the show. How are you, my man? Good. How's it going, Mike? Uh, doing a okay. Go right ahead. I'm sure you got yeah. some uh, some pretty hot takes for us tonight. Oh yeah, just um, good show and good callers tonight too. Thank uh, you. I just wanted to talk about um, we're talking about like death and, and immortality. I think you know you asked me once a really deep question: um, Are you afraid to die? And I said no. Because I believe in, you know, souls and, and reincarnation and things like this. But um, the thing, I think with death, I think people, we're not afraid, you don't mean to be afraid of death. I think people are afraid of losing their material possessions. So, like, the longer you live, the more experiences you have and the more people, you, loved ones you meet and the more things you have in your house. And that's what, pe- you know, that's what people are afraid of losing. And so you have to not be afraid of losing those things. And then you have to not be afraid of losing the ultimate battle of life, which would be death. So you kind of have to put all that aside. Um, and when you ask, when you say, you know, immortality, is it real? I don't, I don't believe it could be real. I believe maybe um, some sort of like youth, like, um, you know, living longer, but not straight, not hundred percent immortality. Because that would be messing with um, the balance of nature. And I don't think people really understand it when they when you say like, oh, like if you could be immortal, what would that what would that be like if everyone lived and nothing died? You know, the forest would be smothered with life. The oceans would be, you know, writhing with creatures fighting for breath and air if nothing died. So there's a balance of nature life and death they can't exist at the same time it's a cycle yeah, well, exactly the point, and that's and that's the whole thing, right? It's like goes back to the you know the useless eaters and uh, you know the unwashed masses, the plebs, us, just regular people, right? And we're talking about this in terms of like this two tier society where you know people get away with all this horrific stuff we're talking about tonight. Not even directly talking about it, sort of in the periphery because you can't even directly talk about it, like they say, right? Like like I said uh, when we started out, like who can you not criticize? Those are the people that rule over you. And, you know, the people that we that we can't criticize, in many cases, just like the, the Epstein stuff, is like, 
what the fuck? Like, how can you not criticize this? Like, this is e- like literally. If there's a definition of evil, this is it, and you you can't criticize that shit. So who's running this joint, man? It's wild, right? And good points, all of that, because clearly, imagine us competing for air, right? Imagine us competing for water, like things that we have in abundance on this planet. If nothing dies, that's a fantastic point. That means there's no decay. That means there's no like a, uh, that whole cycle. It, do, it, it does not culminate in that rebirth, right? If there's no death, there's no rebirth. And so, yeah, man. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So who's running the joint, Matt? <laughs> Any ideas? <laughs> well, I think it's funny that he started it too. It's, you know, I guess like you said, it's like, it's fear, programming fear all the time. And so this, you know, even talking about this topic, become like the rich people becoming immortal. That's scary. Yeah. So it's, you know, they're, they're trying to shove it down our throats, I think. Talking about, you know, you're scared, you're scared. I don't think you should be scared of death. I think you, you know, it's okay to be scared of losing, you know, it sucks losing all the stuff you, you got, but all the material possessions you have, there's a saying, it's like, um, it doesn't matter how big your house is or what kind of car you drive. We all fit in the same size box at the end. Indeed. Indeed. That's, that's the fact, Jack. <laughs> and your name's not Jack, but it just rhymes. <laughs> We're just going to go with it. All right, Jack, what else you got for us? <laughs> Um, I just wanted to, well, I think it's the thing that, um, I wanted to read this from this book. Um, it's the way of the wizard by sure. Deepak Chopra. Nice. I always, um, I like to read this book cause it's got a lot of good stuff in it. Um, it uses stories from like Merlin and, uh, King Arthur to like set up the story and then, um, like explain the lesson. Um, but yeah, there's a part where, um, young King Arthur, he finds a dead bird. He's like a little kid. And he asks Merlin, what is this? And Merlin tells him, you know, this, you know, this is what death is. He doesn't really grasp it because he's a kid. But later on, as he grows up, he's like, I think the more I grow up, the more I'm going to be afraid of this, more afraid of death. And so Merlin's trying to explain to him all the stuff I was talking about, um, you know, um, the balance of nature and how you – the only thing you're afraid of losing is your mem- the memories, the more memories you have. And so there's this um, part of the book. I want to read this part. It's really good. Uh, it says, um, so, okay, so he's asking him, uh, King Arthur is asking Merlin about um, life and death. Okay. And the wizard, the wizard says, uh, I made a, mis- a decision that most mortals would shun. I decided to pursue death and catch her in my arms like a lover whereas you are forever running away from her as if she was a demon. Death is very sensitive, and if you demonize her, she will stay away and keep her secrets to herself. In truth, everything you fear about death is a projection of your own ignorance. You simply fear what you know nothing about. And I like that, um, I like that quote because it is true. We don't know. No one knows what it's like to die. And so I think that's what, you know, we're afraid of. But like I said, don't, don't be afraid of death. I guess that's where I'm going to leave off with that. I'm with you. The fear, right? Like, like that's the thing. Everybody experiences this, right? Everybody, 
everybody we're all locked into this cycle into that circle of life like you described and what can you do right like literally the uh, funny funny thing here in in the chat night stalker says this uh, i know you watch the news show matt we talked about a couple days ago on monday uh, how they were they're creating uh, somewhere in europe i can't remember exactly the country scandinavia maybe they're creating 3d printable suicide pods right <laughs> suicide pods and so so uh so uh derek says uh let's see uh he says um uh, every elite's trying to live forever over here and then those suicide pods being created for everyone else <laughs> and that's it right that's the that's the whole fucked up thing it's like wait wait right this is not about like the next version of humanity this is like fuck the useless eaters and let's get the you know the elites what they need which is you know some version of immortality whether it's again 10 years 20 years 100 years 500 years whatever but that's wild right like this and this is my whole point about the whole elephant in the room the medical industrial complex the last couple years all this other bullshit it's not about you and me right they don't give a fuck about you and me it's about rules for them and rules for us and if people don't see that i don't know what to tell you because it's it's right there in your damn face right like you just have to like look at two different things and say oh shit <laughs> right here we are you know what i mean yeah that's yeah that's why it's important you know we look at this stuff but we don't get like too caught up in it yeah because yeah in, uh beginning of the show you're, you're talking about it you know fear 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 they're shoving it down our throats and then they're like well we can become immortal but you should be afraid to die so yeah, yeah, you're right. And that um, suicide pod that was in Futurama. <laughs> was it really Futurama? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, funny, not funny, but that's funny. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Ray says, uh, "Why would you need to 3D print anything for suicide? Because it's a painful. It's a it, uh, sorry. It's a less painful way." Right. So basically they say that uh, you, you hop in this thing, they like flood it with CO2. And so you black out like almost instantly and then you suffocate after you're blacked out. So it's like, uh, you know, quote, painless. But it's a suicide pod that they're creating that has like uh, windows. Right. It has like so you could take this thing out to like the beach. Right. Or your favorite park or right. Like that's that's why. Anyway, <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah, the, the, the old school a, 357 Magnum's a little more messy. But but anyway, sorry, get started back. That's pretty. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, that's creepy, right? Like uh, Joseph Joseph called earlier when we were talking about that. He called in the news show and he's like, at some point they'll have like uh, suicide tourism, <laughs> where they're like they're selling like the most idyllic beach for like the suicide moment. You know, everybody to like show up for the 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 the, uh, the, the funeral, right? As they like. Psh- turn the air off <laughs> like it's sick isn't this yeah. sick it's so sick man i don't yeah, know it's, uh, the upside down yeah exactly the up welcome to the upside down uh you're the best matt thank you for waiting for so long uh what else do you got for us my man oh you're good thank you mike and like i said just we shouldn't be scared of all this all this stuff because if we get too far into it you know it consumes your life it's all you do is think about fear and worry and that gives you anxiety that's not good for you either so i think um austin was saying pretty good you know be positive and you know just live your life amen amen brother and uh, so thank you 
Have, have a good night. Do the best, Matt. Thanks for the call. Tell Liz he was said hi. Have a fantastic night. Matt in California. Good, good stuff as always. Good stuff as always. Look, this is the thing, right? Like I say, our secret weapon is you. That's why we do this show in this format. I could I could trim it down to half the time and just, you know, ramble on and then end it. But how fucking fun is that? It's not. It's not. Like, you guys know what I think. I talk enough anyway. But getting together with you guys and just hearing your takes on this, this is what this is all about. This is amazing stuff. Uh, Kelly, anything on what Matt said there? And uh, give me just a second. I'm going to sneak away and grab myself one more cold one, if you don't mind. Give me, like, 30 seconds, but go right ahead. All right. It's um, true with Matt, you know, what you said, man, about... Uh And life, and sometimes people. You're cutting out, Kelly. Same. No longer to the point where they're acting to a uh, humane, in a humane way. Let's just put it. Yeah, I'm here. I didn't go anywhere. You're you're cutting out, man. I'm not sure what's going on. If it's internet or it's uh, not close enough to the mic, but you're totally cutting out. Yeah, it's probably me not close. It might sound better. I was probably a little bit away from the my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you're you're totally better now. Yeah, that's what it was. So you're, you're, all that stuff you just said, nobody heard because it was like burp, 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 kind of Android style. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Same. Same, same, same. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> it's all good. I'll just wait. I'll just stay here. I'm not going anywhere. All right. All right. Uh, so, yeah, let us know. I, this is the thing, too, right? This is why I have like a mic. This is a directional mic. This is why I set it all up the way I do because I did the same shit. I used to lean sideways and look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'll give you the direct. This is a directional mic when you're talking, 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 talking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. You there? Yeah. Uh- Cutting out, man. Can't even hear you now. Yeah, it could be an internet thing at this point. It could be. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Hey, I'm just gonna let you guys go. Bear. Everybody was great. Good take tonight, and appreciate it. Have a good night. Thanks, man. Thanks, my man. That came through perfect. I uh, appreciate that. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Kelly's the best. Uh, Kelly in Colorado, old, old, uh, old family, old Trouble Wines family, longtime friend of the show. All right, let's go. Uh, let's uh, we we get near the end here, uh, but uh, let's hear from. Um, still talking about this stuff, right? We're still talking about this immortality bit, and uh, is it sinister, right? Is it uh, as as I've been describing, right? And and like I said, uh, this is troubled minds, right? So I, I'm not the arbiter of any truth just to let you know, right? This is just concerns I have about not just uh, considering the way things are or the way things will be, but uh, considering our place in that world as it changes and shift, it shifts and, uh, you know, uh, turns into that two-tier or three-tier society or whatever else, right? Again, I think, uh, I think exactly... Um, uh, Night Stalker had it right, you know, like suicide pods 3D printed to, you know, have the idyllic, uh, you know, outro on the beach. Well, uh, but the but Jeff Bezos is like, no, nah, we ain't doing that, right? Like, we ain't doing that. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, like literally, there's there's a there's a two tier thing going on here. Jay in New York, welcome to the show, my man. How are you? Hey, hey, Mike. Um, yeah, well, absolutely brilliant today. I mean, the the, the one question and just what we were going down there with in the chat and the suicide pods is, who goes and picks that up after you die? Well, you, you load it up there on the beach, the 3D printed plastic thing that you got from Switzerland, and you throw it out there on the beach so you can die with a nice view. They just leave it there? Nah, we, we'd have to consult Joe. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a service built in. There's a service built in. <laughs> Is it built into the cost? Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you tell me. Oh, maybe, maybe this is our new business, Jay. <laughs> is that's where we get into? <laughs> oh, that's how we're going to make our money. <laughs> are we talking? Oh, are we talking it. about a new business oh. model? <laughs> Not a bad idea. Maybe after the show, we could talk about it. All right, all right. Um, we'll, we'll get into that offline. But go ahead. What's your take on this, on this whole immortality bit? I, I, I just. It was coming up a bit tonight that, you know, throughout time that's gone on. I mean, the Aztecs used to run the blood down the steps. You know, they would behead people and all their sacrifices and the priests would take bites out of it, beating hearts and all that. And all kinds of different religions have done that, you know. And I don't really want to get into the whole morbid thing is that, you know, we're kind of justifying early killings in the beginning of life now for whatever reason that might be but that would be an excellent source the youngest the younger the better i mean i remember a preacher at one time when my family was bouncing from church to church that we ended up at a church of god and they were talking about collagen the fatty cells from um, newly deleted beings that the cosmetology industry really wanted to have that for their lotions and makeups and everything else like that. And it was in the papers, you know, it was a real thing. Um, that they wanted that and it was a marketable resource you know i mean and that's happened in recent times too where i believe the lady wanted the lamborghini for the goal and you know getting the better end of the deal on the new things i mean if you look at monsters incorporated the kids cartoon and stuff like that the terror of children produce the most amount of energy and the, the, if you're going to take something to give yourself more life you're going to have to take something from another life I mean we eat animals you know we go we hunt deer ducks whatever you know raise cattle we're harvesting that energy from them to sustain us, you know, whether it's through a cheeseburger or filet mignon or whatever. I mean, does that particular part get you something better? Does that why the elite 
get to eat filet mignon and you get a McDonald's cheeseburger, you know, 90% soybeans and let me clear my half a percent worms and half a percent beef. Funny, not funny, funny, not funny, but I get what you're saying. Thank you for not actually saying it. (laughs) That was tough. That was tough. That was, that was tough. I I mean, I, I, there's a lot I want to say, but I, you know, we're on YouTube and we're live and yeah, yep. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Like I said, uh, these types of uh, like these types of conversations. By the way, we'll have at some point. Uh, we just have to do them directly on Rockfin or do some kind of like private show just on Discord. But the, uh, like, I'm not a, I'm not afraid to talk about this. Just clearly, like I said, you know who your rulers are by who you can't criticize, and here we are, right? Like like hedging around. Like, you know, kids on the side of the milk carton. Like, this this is absurd. Like, everybody should be, like, united against this crap. And we're not even allowed to talk about it. It's insane, right? At least in some context. It's it's nuts. It is absolutely nuts. The Twitter account, the Twitter account getting taken down on the Epstein bad yep. case that's going... You said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just... That's odd. Why that? They're reporting something that's broadcast live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's already broadcast, but this guy has got a channel that he's got 500,000 viewers that just click on it so they can listen to it while they're hanging out the side of a parapet wall, 120 feet in the air, hoping they don't go through the Yankee gutter while they're drilling holes in a wall for a safety cable. You know, I mean, just. It, it it's weird that things like that get taken down. You know, I mean, I, I, I find that odd. I also find it odd that today, the article that you started off the show with was that younger blood can prolong life. You know, when I was in college, there were little flyers everywhere about going to donate plasma and they'd shove the needle in your arm. They'd sit there. You'd watch a horror movie of all things. You know, it was Christine. <laughs> was it, you know, Poltergeist and stuff like that. Because you were there about an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. If you got really fast, we used to have races with it after we were doing it all the time. You could pump your hand really super fast and get done in 45 minutes. You know, but the thing is, those you were donating plasma. The whole thing was is to do that for the research so you could help the medical community develop vaccine. That's not a word allowed. Um, <laughs> we're, we're all speaking in code here. <laughs> it was at Ohio State University, which has an unbelievably good medical college. The doctors there go to the Cleveland Clinic. but. It was, they need this for research so they can better health for everyone. And then I look at it with the topic of the conversation on the show today, and it's like, dude, we were hitting that thing two times a week and go to Larry's Lounge and cash in our $15 check and get a pitcher of beer and a pizza amongst us and getting all hammed up. Right. Because it was free money. Right. You got to see a relatively new movie. You donated the plasma. You got a health checkup twice a week. 
they checked your blood, everything, you know, and you were donating, I think it was a pint of plasma a week. And they always put those in the universities in the really poor communities. So you got the drug addicts going there, so they get their $30 a week. If you go there four weeks in a row, you get a bonus. You know, it just... The blood drives when you were in high school. They always got the football players and the wrestlers and the basketball players and track stars and swimmers and everything else like that. Donate <laughs> blood. Tell the other kids how important it is and stuff like that. I'm telling you, I was like 14 years old, dude. You know, I was on the wrestling team. And, you know, the coach was passing them out. Donate blood. It's really important. It, you're doing good for the community and society and everything else like that. So, you know, people get in accidents. They need blood. That stuff is only good for like 40 days, dude. What do they do with it when it's done? Yeah, well, okay. So so just, just to be clear, let's clarify this, that uh, I, I'm pretty sure Jay's not saying that uh, this, you know, the, the blood drives are going to vampires. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what he's saying. Uh, th- there's, Wouldn't that be a better way to do it, though? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like out here in Vegas, they, they got the, uh, the buffets they do all the time, and there's a pig farm up in North Vegas. And they I've probably said this once or twice before on the show, but the, what they'll do is they'll take the leftover um, buffet stuff when it's no longer good for people and they'll let just like the the pig farmers buy it for pennies on the dollar food wise but then the, those pigs in the pig farm are eating like kings <laughs> okay it's crazy royalty yeah enough. and then those pigs come back to the buffets exactly, exactly. Well, pork they, jobs they don't bacon. know it at the time they don't know it at the time <laughs> they're just like damn ice happier, cream i yeah. love this ice cream <laughs> and happier like, than a pig and shit yeah, exactly, i think right. they call that in the farming world exactly exactly but, yeah. They do it at Boy Scout camps too. All the food. When you have kids at a Boy Scout camp, you know, you got 354 in there. None of them like the food because it's absolutely horrible. So, you know, probably 50% of it goes into the garbage. All the food goes in its own garbage can because they go to the big farm. Yeah. Where does the bacon and the ham and everything else like that come for the Boy Scout camps? From the big farm. So you're just recycling the food. I mean, that's the way of things, you know. It really is the way of things, you know. It's just, we'll never get away from that. I mean, it's, you know, we die, we go back into the earth, we ashes to ashes, dust to dust, you know, nutrients back into the ground from our bodies, the plants grow, you know. It's the circle of life, you know. The circle of life. (laughs) Trying to keep it some, you know. Yes. Yeah, Simba. Simba. Uh, oh my Simba. God, the Lion Guard. We have to watch that nine times a day. Uh, oh my goodness gracious! You know more about it than I do. All right. So, so then, uh, so I don't know. So, in the end, here, the the question that I have for you and for everybody else was: uh, Do you think it's possible to achieve any level, any level of this, you know, quote immortality, right? Like a longer life. This this whole bit. Again, you know, whether it's like the Moses thing, uh, you know, whether it's just you know the five hundred or a thousand years. Well, I mean, that would be effective immortality, would it not? Because you would think that at some point in the future, they would be able to extend that even longer. So it, it, let, let's just call, I think, just for definitions, let's say to achieve effective immortality, uh, do you think it's possible without uh, all this um, dirty stuff, all, all, the, uh, all, all the negative stuff we've been talking about tonight? Without all the negative stuff, I would like to think that Austin is right that 
you can go that route. You know, might not necessarily stay in the meat suit that you're in right now, but I think that you probably could achieve immortality. I think if you want to do it here with your millions or billions or whatever it is and everything else like that, you're making a deal with somebody that you're probably going to regret. Right. Somebody, something, some, 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 some out there. Yeah. yeah well, if you give him the power, he's got more power. You know, if we don't give him the power, they don't have the power. There you you go. know, it's all up to us. We're growing the vegetables. We're building your buildings. We're delivering your groceries, your, your packages, your whatever. If we don't do it, you don't have the robots yet. Yeah, well, you know, well, well, at least not uh, out there in the public all the time. Uh, they're there, though. I think they're there. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. All right. So, so uh, we're going to say a good solid. As usual, we're going to say good solid. Maybe, maybe, maybe. No, I do. I do agree. I, I like the Austin take there because um, it's uh, it, let's let's you know, thinking positive never hurt anybody, right? And uh, I think that's a good thing. Well, you could probably make like a really long-winded case about how it might have, but uh, we'll just say just for brevity, uh, thinking positive probably never hurt anybody. How about that? But yeah, uh, great stuff as always, Jay. Appreciate that, uh, Kelly. Thank you. Sorry for uh, running off on you and getting cut off and all that other stuff, Kelly. You're the best as well. Everybody else, you guys, you guys all know you're all the best. You're all the best. This is the best, and uh, this is why we get together and do this stuff. So, so uh, you got you got a Jaytro for us, my friend. I do. It's relatively short. Okay, let me give you let me give you some uh, music first, and you could get into the vibe. Take your time as we do this. You guys know the drill. This is Jay in New York, and we do this at the Jaytro. We call it. It's the outro, and he brings us a quote when he can, and uh, that's what we're about to do. So we're done. Uh, the this one's for Jay. As we finish this, uh, we are the bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we have tomorrow. Thanks, Mike. Give it a sec. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. The person that sows a single beautiful thought in the mind of another renders the world a greater service than rendered by all the fault finders combined. Nice. Nice. Like I said, a positive thought never hurt anybody. Well, I'm sure you can make a case, but we're going to just say maybe not. And uh, right, it's almost like you read my mind, Jay. We've got some retro causality going on with the original troubled mind out there. That would be Jennifer, of course. And Jay, reading my mind on the outro, I'm telling you, there's something in the air. There's something in the air. <laughs> oh, Jay. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for being part of this. Thank you for all the amazing thoughts in the chat. Thank you to James again for the, the generous tip on Rockfin. You guys know the drill. That, that stuff is not necessary. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, and, uh, well, as we finish, the thing is this. We, uh, God willing, we have tomorrow. And we're going to keep on trucking, talking about this stuff because, I, I, well, I don't know. I, I'm not the arbiter of that truth. I, I don't have the answers. I'm not the answers guy. I'm the questions guy. And, uh, well, we're, uh, we're, we're becoming a thing. Us together, like I said. And I mean this. I'm me. You're you. 
but together we're us. And you see how much greater things become as uh, an us becomes a thing. So thank you all, every each and every one of you, for even, even the lurkers out there not listening. You know who you are. I see you out there. You think I don't see you? I see you. I got eyes in the back of my head. I got a third eye in the back of my head. Wait, does that work? No, I don't think that works. Anyway, stop making fun of myself. Thank you very much, guys. Jay, anything else? What's GTFO, my friend? Be strong, be true. (laughs) As we finish, it goes a little something like this. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. (laughs) Thanks, Jay. That was awesome. We'll be back tomorrow night at 7 Pacific, guys, and uh, doing our thing, talking about all kinds of crazy shit. If you want to help the show, uh, there's a Patreon. There's You can sub up on Twitch. You can sub up on Rockfin. All three are fantastic. If you don't want to spend any money but you appreciate the things we do here, uh, just uh, listen to the podcast feed. That's uh, monetized, and there's some ads in there. It's uh, it's not super like ads in your face, like a ton of time. It's uh, kind of like an ad light experience, but uh, pennies turn into dimes, dimes turn into dollars. Listen to the podcast feed. That'll help us as well thank you thank you everybody you guys know who you are all right jay now's the time let it rip oh the big owl let it rip (laughs) have a great night guys i still think i sound like a wet chihuahua yeah i think it's all right it doesn't translate so well you got to kind of like lean back and do the belly howl all right we're out of here see you guys tomorrow have a great one be good to yourself so you can be good to others catch you soon It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.